city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zendane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugarfield Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo adventure path. Episode 10. So, when last we left our heroes, uh, you had gone to the excitingly named All the Worlds Meet, um, discovered that the also excitingly named Cow Hammer Boys oh, yeah. were um, uh, performing the night's special cuts, where they would take money to go and beat people and then cut them up and butcher them. Yeah, and they had exciting levels intelligence. Yep. Uh, you found the brains of the outfit, Corello, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who was somewhat but not entirely sucked in by your cunning plan to disguise yourself as old um, Bert and Ernie there and um, yeah. head in. Uh, nonetheless, you overcame them despite Corello unleashing the reef claws upon you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and Verek Van Kaskiken leaned out his window at some point and started filling you full of crossbow bolts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe. Rather unhappy with your breaking into his business yeah. in the middle of the night to kill yeah. his employees I'm with still, no I'm adequate evidence. I'm still going to deal with him because I yeah. haven't finished with him yet. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we've got no, numerous things that we're going to sort out. So mm-hmm. after a few efforts to climb in and out of the windows, he surrendered. Yeah. He has currently been manacled up and is standing around outside under guard. Yeah. Um. In his office, there was his documents. Yes, which um, we have but a few burned scraps, I believe, because yeah. Miriam failed to luck check the last. And, um, the... Yep. Get, I think I'll just pop his bottle at this point, and then we can get Oh, then you still be a light. And, uh, Corello had run off to the pig pen to dig up a hole under the watering trough where he's got a bunch of money stashed. Possibly what he's getting paid for his illicit murderings. Yeah. Poss- possibly what he's stolen from his victims, what have you. Okay. And shall we say then that you searched the place? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Well, Gar- Garin is an NP- a Garin is a guy who's standing about in the bubble can guard the NPC. Yep. Sounds yep. like a plan. And, and um, somebody else who isn't in the bubble can guard them with him just to be on the safe side. And the rest, of the I'll, I'll guard them. with them because cool. I'm no good at searching. And you're rather um, good at guarding. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably also do some questioning as well while I'm at it. Yeah, di- we can do that part. Later. With a difficulty zero search check, you find the you know watch bags of gold it. that he's dug up in front of you. It's a yeah. wisdom check. Watch me fail. You know, that's when Silver accidentally walks forward, kicks them into the hole, and kicks the dirt over the top, and then can't find the hole again. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Um, <laughs> I slip over and fall down the hole. That so. much is obvious. Um, are you going to take? Um, some time and turn the rest of the place upside down. That is indeed my plan. 
Okay, so, for starters, what's in front of you in a big gleaming pile of stuff? Yes, tell me about the big gleaming uh, Jack pile. looks at this and, like, all D&D adventurers can assess how much money it is just by looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> you jingle the bags a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Or, I, or I take it away and subsequently count it, and when I subsequently count it, it turns out to be... It's several bags with a 534 gold in it, gold pieces. Woohoo! Um... And then a big pile of assorted jewellery and gemstones. None of them look exceptionally valuable in and of themselves, but it is a decent chunk of them. Yep. Uh, and that would be knowledge appraisioneering. Appraisioneering? Okay. Um, do you want me to do it? Uh, yeah. Yes, I will. Hey, Silver, what does this sound like to you? Chink, chink. Yeah, I will take the bag of gemstones out to Silver. What was the, what was the role for that? Uh, or rather, I will get Silver to come inside temporarily and get someone else to sub from guarding my Oh, sure, I did, I did average 10. Okay, so Silver sort of clicks the bag up and down, sort of pours through it a bit. You know, these ones are... Bit, basically not quite glass. These ones actually are glass. <laughs> you know, these ones are pretty good. On the whole, it's, it's not bad. It's about 600 gold worth of jewels and gems. Yeah, there we are. So that's 600 gold worth of just of gems? Yes. Because you've already given me the gold total. Yes, correct. Yep. There's, there's cash Oh, sorry, in, you said jewels and gems. There is cash in here. Very dim. And a bunch of gemstones. Yep, no worries. 534 gold and gold and 600 GP worth of gem, gold and gems. Correct. Yep. Uh, up in the office, um, there is this piles. Of, there are these piles of paper that you can look at and point to where they're not treasure. Um, however, stuck through them is um, a very nice-looking silver dagger. Uh, it's obviously of exceptionally fine quality, um, and. Lucy's good with daggers. Is is basically a fine silver dagger with a sort of snake head, with a slight snake head on the end, vaguely cobra style. Okay, um, is it magic? Uh, you pick it up and examine it, and it's it's conveniently small sized and fits your hand. You go, oh, Lucy, what do you think of this? Lucy says, wow, you know, it fits my hand perfectly. Uh, as you watch magic. the dagger get bigger and smaller, so yes, you would assume it is indeed magic. Okay, although um. Well, that is, like, 99% certainly barracks. We may want to give it back to him. Mm. Yeah. Well, we'll just put it aside. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Is, it, is it in barracks room? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's, it's what he was using to pin this pile of papers to his desk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, we can make that decision, but I'm just thinking, you know... He was trying to feed the hungry and stuff. It, it looks, in fact, like he shuffled together all his... Like he stuffed all his papers together in a pile, jammed the dagger through them to hold them together, and then lit them up. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it pains me, because, you know, I like magic daggers. <laughs> I don't necessarily think we should give it back to him. Well, we can put it aside. Yeah, we can, we can we decide. We can decide depending on what he says. Yeah. All right? Okay, so uh, I have noted down all of those things. The cow hammer boys pretty much have worthless garbage on them. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's because they are. Mm. Plus, stuff. we're giving and most of the, isn't it? Wasn't it that most of their stuff was Kavos and guard gear yes. anyway? So we'll yeah. be giving it back to. Well, yes. we're giving it to the stable company. Oh, geez, we're going to clean it first before giving it back v- to them. Verrick's gear, however, definitely looks a cut above. It's all well made and masterwork quality stuff. Nice. Um, it's also stamped with um, guard insignias. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, yeah. so we, yeah, no, no, we, we won't, we, we're going to give all of that stuff back to the guard effectively yeah. by giving them to the stable company <laughs> and letting them give them to the guard. Uh, and people can actually give me um, another appraise roll on his gear. Oh, shit. Twelve. Knowledge engineering. Oh, minus five if you don't have any ranks yeah. in it. Twelve is what, yeah. what we got. It's yeah. it's it's pretty nice. It's it's nice quality make stuff, um, but presumably he he was actually a watch sergeant. I think the watch sergeant might have been higher actually. Uh, he was ranked anyway. Um, yeah. Oh, and thus, okay. It's an ant poison. Yeah. I don't want to put them elsewhere while you're making your tea. Uh, I said you may want to put your tea elsewhere while you're making ah, it in the ant poison. What's going on? Oh, there's ants running over it. And now I've got a thing against ants. Oh, yeah. She put them down in the ant poison. Ah, yeah. Uh, and... That's what happens when you fall asleep in bed and ants start crawling on you at night every night for a week. You get a fear for ants. What else? You were saying... Um... Pick up the gear. Yeah, his, his gear is relatively well made. Yeah, and no, no, what, I was, what I was saying was, um, we know he has a patron or something. He, he he's moved further up. Miriam, uh, sorry. Yeah, you'd, you'd guess that bribes or favors were changing yeah, places. Yeah. That might explain his gear as well. Yeah, that's why I don't uh, think we should you know, so give him his dagger back. As no. to the rest, I will actually call for a search check. Uh, his dagger is definitely. A personal item, it's not stamped with Corvos and Garden signatures or yeah. anything. So that that one we can decide whether we keep him or not. Alright, uh, so we can check that one probably too. Sixteen. Seventeen. Oh, who's a clever search killer? Search, search, search kill stealer. Yes. Search kill stealer. So, How do you even have ranks in search? Or is it, you, do you just roll high? Yeah, I just roll high. Yeah. <laughs> it's a d20 plus intelligence modifier. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Okay, so you poke around the rest of the place, um, open up drawers, all that sort of thing. Uh, you find he's got a bunch of um, he, he's got a bunch of ledgers and paperwork here that seem to be related to the actual running of the butchery, um, which don't seem to be remarkably specific, um, almost as if anything that was of particular use yeah. is gone. Um, you go poking around, to be honest, neither of you are all that interested in going down onto the killing floor and actually poking around through the meat, so no. you, you give it a, a sort of cursory poke with the long hook to see if anything yeah. jumps out at you. Nothing does, and that is what you find here. Yep. All good. Cool. So we were going to go back to Karin's house. Yeah, yeah. Not we'll, just you. We, we want to just interrogate that. Um, Varric first. To Garen's yeah. interrogation chamber. But, um, we, um, want... Well, wow, smooth. But, um... Just yeah. how I pick up all the guys. But, um, before we worry about that, we should probably, um, put kids to bed. It's getting on for that time. And yep. That will, um, give Adam a chance to show up so he yeah. can be the good cop. Yep, so shall we presume having searched the place over, you marched them off towards Garen's and, um... um no, no. 
you oh. want you want to talk to them here, right? Yeah. Okay. okay yeah. So um, while nice while we Varric. are searching while we are searching the place, Silver and Garen want to talk to Varric here. Yep. And just see what they have a conversation with them before we um, march them off anywhere. Fair enough. So they they'll do that simultaneous to us searching when we return. Let's brief, briefly there for tea And we're back. Yes. We don't have an atom yet. Yeah, but we're just going to have to manage... Garn stands in the corner and stares blankly at the wall. Yeah, well, you guys can do treasure stuff. Having contracted the most deadly of corvos and plagues for the NPC virus. Oh, Adam can't see that in the room. Oh, that's perfect. But he seems like he'll be coppered out in the other. Yeah. In any case, uh, you have... uh, Varric, Carello, and Parnes. Yeah. All wherever you want them. There are... There are not good rooms around here to interrogate people. There are certainly enough rooms around here that you could put people in separate ones to interrogate them, were you so inclined? So I think at this point we don't, we probably do want to interrogate Corella and Pans, but we don't want to worry about that yet. They're KO'd and we can just leave them that way. Yeah. What we want to do is talk to Varric. Yep. It's Varric. (laughs) Varric. Hello. Varric. Varric. We, we have ourselves uh, a paladin. Yep. Got ourselves a good old Texas hoedown. Okay, so we found a big, <laughs> we found a big pile of treasure, and Woo-hoo. while we were doing that, you and um, when you've got Silver. fantastic and nothing rhymes with fantastic, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to talk to Bar- we're going to talk to Barrick. Yeah, you guys are going to. Can you cast it to six magic? Nope. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm asking, can you master tech? No, it's not a Paladin's ability. It's fine. So, if you want someone to do it, any number yeah. of people, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I was going to do. I was going to ask Lucy before she went. Uh, you can ask him at some point, can't they? Huh? Can't Bards do it at some point? Yeah, it, well, it's a Bard spell you can you can know. I don't know whether Silver knows it or not. No, no, I only know Sigin's spells. It's for cantrips and I can Yeah. Yep, so um, Lucy does a detect magic. What do yeah. you want the detective yeah. from magic? Just on his general person. Um, yeah, just um, if, you, if the detect magic can go further just to see if there's anything else that needs detecting, but mostly hum, just to make sure he's I not... mean, that's... I kind of... Yeah, yeah, no, it wouldn't be without us saying. I mean, yeah, no, that's right, yep. So, um, is there anything magic on, on Varric? Okay, uh, so these things... The, he does have magic things. They're almost certainly no longer on him because yeah. he's taken them off him. Um, the bolts for his crossbow, um, he has a bunch of ordinary ones and then uh, 16 now special ones that are detecting his magic. Okay. Same ones he was shooting at you. Right. Do, we, yeah. do we want to um, note those down? Like, we're not taking his guard stuff, but do we want to note a special crossbow bolts as personal trigger? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, and he also has a magic potion that's clearly marked cure moderate wounds and is marked with the guard insignia again. Okay, so we should leave that in the pile. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I assume you've taken these things off him already. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the silver dagger, unsurprisingly, with the... Um, it is a silver dagger with a fancy gold hilt on it, with a vague snake, with a vague snaky head type thing on it. Uh, is also magical, of course. Yeah. yeah. But we had, yep, we worked that out. Uh, absent of that, nothing glows that you're expected to. Okay. Okay. Um, Yaren, are you able to do the see the evil thing that you do? Hi. Hi. <laughs> 
I cast Detect Magic. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this is your fault. I blame you. Well, he has a magic potion and some magical crossbow. Well, Garen, how did you know that? But he says Garrick himself is magic, but his crossbow bolts are evil. <laughs> Sarah is a very generous goddess. <laughs> are you looking over the three prisoners that you've got I'd like here, you to basically? do all three if you yeah. can. Yeah. Okay. So, you look at them. Um, when you look at um, Corello, the, um, the, the brains of the outfit, quote-unquote, um, there is that smell in the air of cooking smoke and he seems to flicker from everywhere like a, a dawn light a firelight is surging behind him uh, he is definitely evil mm. um, you see the same around you see the same around palms but a lesser aura um, and you see nothing um, you see nothing around Beric at all mm. Mm. Well, certainly doesn't like the look of... Sorry. Scottish. Thank you. Certainly don't like... It's just not working today. Certainly don't like the look of... Thank you. Certainly don't like the look of this one over here. Mm. This one's slightly better, but not too much better. She really doesn't like the look of this one. Yeah. Probably because he's a bit dumb. Baron, however, has got a clean bill. Clean bill? That's interesting. And you can safely assess having detected magic on him that it's not coming from... He's he's not being blocked by any external source because if he either had a spell on him or a magic item... That's exactly why you detect magic magic. (laughs) So he's not evil. He's not evil. That changes things a little bit. I still think he's evil. (laughs) I'm sure. It could be um, just neutral. Yeah, it could be just neutral. I think we should try the kickballs Not the the punches. I, I I think that yelling is probably not the way to go for it at the moment. <clears throat> Alright. Um so taking my disguise off, can I use prestidigitation to take my disguise off? Uh, you, it's it's a proper disguise in that there's armor and you know the fake nose and all this sort of thing. How long does so it no, take to take off? Only a couple of minutes. It's not exactly a big deal. Okay, um, I might take my disguise off because I don't see the the need to have it on anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty much everyone here has assumed you are not Beldrago. Yeah. <laughs> My my cover is blown. That Beldrago <laughs> hasn't had not only had a massive change of heart about his lifestyle, but also learned how to use a totem spear. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think she was with me. And but also, uh, she stopped talking like him after yeah. they penetrated yeah. her disguise, which was mm. kind of a bit of a giveaway. For yeah, her, but given her and the fact that I, I tried to beat up my employer as well is also a bit of a giveaway. Oh, and um, well, I remember because you probably want this for interrogating him. The papers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you look through the papers. Um, uh, Lucy, as, as the ultimate, would probably be able to guess that he's destroyed these by simple expedite of basically emptying a flask of oil over them and lighting them up because they just appear to be paper. It hasn't been terribly hard. You sheath through them. There's, it's pretty much all black, burnt ash. As you pick it up, it just sieves through, sieves through your finger. 
Sips? Sips? Sips. Yeah. It sips through your fingers. And you are literally left with only a couple of scraps of this. Um, the only two words that you can actually make out are you and Arcona. Oh, that's intriguing. You, as in Y O U. So, whatever it is, is to do with Arcana. Well, that's on that little evidence. That's that only means someone was writing to him about the Arcana. It could have have said, "Whatever you do, don't involve the Arcana." And even that that is R K R A K O N something. Yeah. Oh, so it's not even a word. Yeah, it's not a word, it's a partial. It was either, yeah. It's either it an Arcona plot or a plot of someone who's worried about well, it's, the Well, it's pretty unlikely to be Arcanistical. Yeah. yeah. You know, you can't actually think of any other words it could be in context other than Arcona. But that actually doesn't tell you anything. But, you don't, I don't suppose any of you know how to fix things with magic. I think you'd need a god for this. <laughs> <laughs> I That's could make it look like they weren't on fire, but I can't, pr- I can't produce the, the words. We do it all as cleric. I could sing it, I could sing it to sleep. Uh, if you pass me a player, so I can look up if it worked or not. I what? have no idea. Make holes? Um, yeah. Mending, I think, mending. quite properly wouldn't. Yeah, that just fix the paper, but not the words. Yeah. <laughs> but we could make hole make to it. Yeah, we're, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, actually. We can't a, cast it, but we could get a scroll. It's a moderately yeah. clever idea. It Plus, is. we do actually know a cleric. Yeah. Two well, actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ishani is, is would be probably who he's thinking of. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, Ishani, I don't think would be able to. Oh, he cast less restoration. Yes, he can cast less restoration, thus he can cast make all. Very true. We just need to, you know, let the captain get some sleep so he has the spells not ready. Oh my god! Well, we could also get some sleep. <laughs> We've, given that he's the cleric of Abadar, we should be paying him. At oh, which point, we might as well just pay Flora for this. Buy the scroll for Flora, and Flora can cast it. That'd be cheaper. Yeah, we probably would. That's if it'll do the job. So mending quite certainly won't. Yeah. yeah. Just give us a piece of paper. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think mending requires something in better shape to even start. Uh, make whole does not repair items that have been warped, burnt, disintegrated, uh, melted, or vaporized. I was all okay. excited. So, so yeah. what would do it? Uh, probably the next one up, yeah. um, which gets expensive. Yeah. How expensive though? Right. Well, let's find out if it would even do it first. Yes. Let's just look up what the next one up from. What is it called? That's what I'm looking at. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's our class in the Transmutation? Seems likely. Okay. Why are you laughing? Uh, no, it's probably like a level 5 spell. Yeah. Um, no, it's 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 worse. Oh. Because you, you're talking about remaking something that no longer exists. Ah. Uh, at that point, the next one you're looking at is Wish or Miracle, oh, <laughs> which is kind of massively overkill. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be vastly better to go down several scales and ask some commune questions of yeah. did it say this, did it say oh that. Oh my gosh, Wish. Uh, Wish is the only thing that would say this. There's probably paper. some eclectic <laughs> wizard crap that does this as well. Yeah. Uh, I think we're out of options at this point. 
Well, no. well, it's good to know that well, we can't fix yeah. it with magic. Yeah, no, characters we don't know this anyway, so... Well, if it was low enough here, we might, like... I went to the Academy, or... there's a possibility, I'd know, but... Maybe it went through one yeah, year out the other. Yeah, that's actually what the spellcraft skill is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, what right, sort yeah. of spells would do this sort of thing? Right. Um, yeah. There, there are some fairly high-end wizard ones, but you're talking set of level minimum. Yeah, yeah, so. we don't have that kind of money. No, no that's fine. It was, it was good to find it out. Yeah, I mean, so we'll go with if, a god. Yeah, <laughs> but Maycol would be... If Maycol yeah, was not we could totally yeah. access that. But it's just too, too, too much does anyone in this group have the ability to commune with a, a god or a goddess? Yeah. No. Not yet. Not yet. Not directly, no. Uh, the, the closest you've got is um, Miriam's divination yeah. And that's yes, no, isn't it? Yeah, at the moment, at the, moment the augury is good-bad. Yeah, yeah, she's... she's Will uh, doing this thing be good or bad or both for us? It's the worst divination spell in the game. Oh, with, okay. With both um, her harrow cards and with her regular cleric spells, she's a long way out from communion. Yeah. But so she, she, can't, she can't even yes, no? Yeah. No, that's okay. 13th level or something. Huh? Yes, no, commune. Nine yes, no questions. Commune? It's a high-end spell. Commune is a ninth level. Uh, sorry, is it... Um, <laughs> Fifth level cleric spell. I was going to say, I thought it was one of the. I feel like like um, higher ones were like a sentence. Which means you, means you need nine levels of cleric. D- divination. It. The next tier one up after Augury is divination, which is I think only a third level spell. That's just question divine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. given you guys have spent a bunch of time monkeying around and changing back and out of your disguise and stuff, can I be present for this? Of course. Yes, Yay. Well. So, given is your... everyone here? Not me. Okay. Probably don't want to crowd the man. Yeah. Given that you're planning on speaking um, politely to him was the yeah. intent, then you probably take him up to his office. Yeah. As opposed to if you want to intimidate him down on the killing floor, yeah. seems yeah. like a good um, a yeah. good spot. Okay, you have Varric Mankowski, and he uh, shuffles into the office and, absent of any direction, sits at his desk with his pentacles yeah. on. Yeah. Um, how was he doing with um, as um, as in friendliness level? Uh, he doesn't seem overly friendly towards you. <laughs> As okay. if you've broken into his shop. Is he feeling repeatedly. a little bit better than when he was in the middle of combat? Is he is he improved at all? Uh, not really, no. Okay. Why would he? <laughs> being as how right. you've now, being as how you've now, you know, manacled him and cashed him. Yeah, yeah. you've pissed him. Okay. Now Varen. Yes, he seems more. Varric. Varric. He seems more resigned yeah, than. Something. He seems more resigned than ragingly Varric. angry, <laughs> but he's definitely not happy. Now, Varric, I'm not sure if you know me, but I'm Garen Silversmith. I do some of the armor work for the guards. He stares slightly blankly at you. Never been, int- never been, never been interested in armor myself. Fair enough, lad. Now, if you give me your word, you won't try and escape. I'll take those manacles off you. He stares hard at you for a minute. You have to gauge this, and then. Alright, five of you, one of me, anyway. Yep. I am doing them. Sorry, you had them on two minutes, but everyone is obliged yeah. to rub yeah. their wrists yeah. as soon as manacles come off. Anyway, we've been mucking around for yep. half an hour or yeah. so, checking the place out. So, lad, the reason why we were um, told to come and see you was mainly because 
you have deserted your post in a time of need. Suppose from a strict point of view that's true. Could you tell us a little bit about what you were going through during that um, ride? Do you even have any idea what it is that we're doing here? Well, I believe you think you're feeding the poor with uh, free cuts of meat, which, to be fair, you are doing. But your lads have a little side job going on, murdering people and throwing them into the pits downstairs. He looks kind of skeptically at you. Yes, so you've said so. You've said before. I've still yet to see anything anything resembling proof, though. We could go and get. We can go and get the other two. Um, what were their names? Uh, Bern- Drago and Tarns. No, no, Drago and Mulder. Drago and Mulder. We he stopped them on their way off to go murder someone, and they told us all about it. Yeah, they were quite open mouthed about it. They told me about everything else about their lives. Like, I've learned things about them I probably didn't want to know. <laughs> I went to bed till I was <laughs> Alright, 30. <laughs> uh, I'll pass a few bits of information and see if it triggers some memories with them. And enough that, yeah, it makes sense. Enough that he can verify that you've actually spoken to them and you're yeah. not just making up bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. He looks at you. It certainly sounds like you've spoken to them. That's not what we're about here. All the world's meat is about doing good and helping the people. Do you know what's been happening during those riots? People so desperate to clear out a corrupt queen that they're moving out. So that they're prepared to relinquish their own family's sources of income or food. The riots and the demonstrations had a purpose. A purpose that the guard and the sable company had cut off at the knees. In the meanwhile, somebody had to make sure those families were fed. And given that my options were to beat peasants down, with my beat peasants down with clubs in the street for standing on the right side of this argument, or to help feed the hungry, well, I'm, my conscience is clear with where I sit. And we respect what you did with that. We just need to know the full picture. And he begins talking to you, and everybody gets a sense motive check. Oh, fun roll. Yay! Wow, 15. I don't sense shit. I got nothing. Mm -hmm. No team Garrett. Yeah. Nine, so... Holy shit. (laughs) I rolled a five. I was not expecting that. What'd you get? Fifteen. Oh, shit. Oh, Karen. It's been going on for years now. Surely you must have seen it. The Corvosan Guard doesn't serve the people or even the Church of Abaddon, no matter what they tell you. They serve the they serve the royal house first, Edward, and now Iliosa. Frankly, I can't honestly say whether her lack of experience would be worse than his active spendthrift malevolence. But who can honestly say? When the riots came, when we heard the news the king was dead, I knew it was time for a change. As I say, I could hardly stand by and stand with the people, stand against the people who were protesting this unjust rule on our throne. 
not when there are more capable people out there. We have an opportunity here for real change. All the world's meat is a small thing. It's just a start. Fibola revolution! <laughs> but feeding the, feeding, feeding the hungry at this time, letting them know that there are those in the city who care for them, that's something important, far more important than the rule of law. Nobody gets anything more from the GM than exactly what he's told you. This is true, but you also burnt some papers in here. He 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 looks at you. This time you see him like think about denying it and realize it's completely <laughs> <laughs> near, near the the still yeah. ash marks that are on the table. Yeah, and and he nods. Yes. You need to understand that that doesn't look good. What does it matter? I'm um, going to jail for desertion anyway. Not necessarily. We can put on a good word for you. That sounds like diplomacy. <laughs> Question. Can I use um, my hero points to get myself um, diplomacy in, in class so I can get some, some skills? Well, well, didn't, you say, didn't you say we could do that? Your, your hero points. Yeah, you could use like either the cards in hand or hero points or one of those to to get um some some ranks in the skill. Does anyone else recall this? No. I'm sure. I'm sure when you said how we could spend our hero points. So you can, you can use you can use your hero points. The hero points specifically. Uh, we have in this particular dex based adventure. Mm. Uh, you can re-roll any dexterity based check. Take the second result even if it's worse. Uh, you can add dodge bonuses to your AC. You can add 10 foot to your movement speed for an encounter. You can discard your hand of hero cards and redraw. Okay. Um, so, um, I'm... Uh, to, to get skills as class skills, you need to spend traits or classes on them. Okay. So there's no, way of, there's no way of picking up diplomacy at the moment. At the moment, no. A, you'd, you'd yeah. have to level to get skill points. Yeah, that's what I mean. Before I, I level. Before I level. You know, I, I'm not aware of any way you can spontaneously pick up skill ranks. Um, so, um, I've got an argument to make to for the, him starting talking. I could either um, I could either roll to make my little argument and roll and add another two, or I could make my argument and actually roll the check if you'd rather. I'm only one rank higher. Check? I've got um, a plus three. Uh. The closest you could come to what you're looking for would be some sort of buff that ups your skill checks or your charisma. Yeah. But there isn't any buffs like that with the group. I think you should do your separate, because... Um, well, like, is it going to become harder for her? Yes. If I... Yes. yes. Yeah. So we should do a team effort one way or another. I can make an aid another check to try and help you. Yeah, yeah Your okay. two options are basically either you all talk to him together, or you all talk to him one at a time, one after the other... Mm. But the longer that goes on, the more hardened he's going to get against it. He's not going to be more inclined okay. to help person number five in the pile. All right. Who, who in this group has good diplomacy? Just you. What's your what's your diplomacy? My diplomacy is five. Five. Yeah. Karen's probably the best person. Yeah. Do you want to chip in, and we'll we'll support you? Uh, well, you've been doing most of the talking, so I can't. <laughs> um. So um. Do you want me to be primary or you be primary? Uh, I'll, I'll be primary since cool. I'm the one who brought yep. it up. But... Alright, so I'll, I'll make a, endeavour to make a follow-on argument as um, Susan makes the, the rollers. Um, I think what you're doing, it 
Uh, I grew up on the streets and I've been hungry a few times. So I think you've been doing a good thing here, helping feed people. If you, you were worried that, um, that everyone was going to be prejudiced against you and no one was going to listen to your side, this might be your best chance to get your side in. Oh my gosh, please, 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 roll something high. And I got an 18. <laughs> I'm gonna oh, try. So I, I ain't gonna with... totally get rid of one of my cards and re-roll that. So I've got a, I, I'm giving you a plus I'm two. taking a beating in this. <laughs> yeah, so re-roll. Please, please do something better than that. It was better. 14 plus 2 is 16 plus. 2 is 18. There we go. That wasn't crap. That was better than it was before. He looks slightly sceptically at you. The time to talk... If you wanted to talk, then why break down my door in the middle of the... Why break down my door in the middle of the night and attack my men? Why not just come and ask to talk? Well, your men were out murdering people in the street, so we wanted to knock that off. I was... If you'd slipped through us, us breaking in and taking them out, we'd have, you know, come up and talk to you afterwards. <laughs> but you woke up and then it was kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> His argument is more if all you wanted to do was talk to him, why not, you know, come up in the middle of the day and say hi. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, uh, and Mark Jack's argument is because everyone he employs is a psychotic ex murderer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's so If you wanted to talk, you would have approached me in the day. The fact that you were midnight raiders sent by the guards suggests to me that they want to keep this quiet. Can't let the good people know that the guards of, that the guards of Corvosa actually have thoughts and feelings and ind- independent of one big entity. <clears throat> Should I have some cold water down? Sure, then. Beric is sleepy. <laughs> Well, you know, maybe you hit him on the head. <laughs> <laughs> and then they hit me on the head with a shuffle. <laughs> oh, not that again. <laughs> However, I suppose you can know the... Uh, I, suppose, I suppose you can know some of the details... Uh, and he begins to talk, and everybody gets another sense motive check here. Thirteen. Nine again. Seven. This is a fifteen flat rule. Nope, I didn't check. make it. <laughs> nope. No one made it. Okay. So. Man, are we going to actually see through his lies? Nope. <laughs> no. That's why not having anyone in the party with sense motive is a thing. He says to, he says to you, since... I'd had this idea and I'd had this idea in mind for all the world's meat for some time since the original owner lost the shop. Um, and he will give you some basic background detail of the original owner went out of business. Uh, the shop essentially under Corvosa law sits empty for a couple of years and then default in the absence of any heirs coming forward, defaults in ownership to the city to do whatever the hell they like with it. Um, if we had a need for it, why not step in and actually use it? Then I, 
through a few so- through a few sources, I acquired the meat. <clears throat> I through a- I'd-, I'd looked into a few sources to acquire the meat, and when the riots came, I knew it was time. So he looks around. Thank you. Rubs his head a bit. I knew the guard would be coming for me sooner or later. I didn't think quite in this fashion, but I suppose I should have. At least I can stop worrying about it now. In truth, I haven't been involved. I, I may have done some of the initial setup work, but I haven't been involved with the business since the, since the riots stopped. But the meats kept coming. We've had the gold to pay. We were doing something good, right? Well, I don't have, but. Well, you were. <laughs> but where was that gold coming from? I've been fortunate in my dealings. So, you didn't see anything suspicious about your uh, employees? I mean, you you are a city guard. You must have noticed something fishy about them. They're city guard too. Well, some of our newer recruits. Yeah, but they're not the brightest bulbs and the, they're not the brightest torches in the cave, now are they? He actually snirks slightly. Though. <laughs> Admittedly, Beldrago and Molotov may have some um, difficulties, but there are always duties like traffic patrol, or, or in this case, serving meat across the counter. Look, they didn't have to add up any sums; they didn't have to take any money. They just assessed whether the person looked like they were poor or not, and then gave them the, gave them the meat. No, but the fact that they disappeared every night and then just came back with meat didn't spark any alarms. No, 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 Garen. They didn't come back with meat. They hid the body. They fed the bodies to the reef claws. Then where was the reef claws? Yeah, they did. They would have in fact come back with meat in oh, the sense right. of a corpse to oh, put yeah. into the yeah. reef claws. I believe is what he's saying. Yeah. Uh, and Verick looks kind of blankly at you. No, no, they've been on guard. Uh, they're, they're, uh, they they keep a guard outside the shop, looking out for well trouble, just like you and I. Uh, not all night. And then I start explaining to him what we heard about the special cuts. That's preposterous. I mean, these men again. Where's the proof? Where are the bodies? Where's this? Where, where's this cash they're supposedly supposedly getting? And um, uh, uh, Jack will um, <laughs> dig out several several large bags. Yeah. This this Corolla dug this up. He was going to bolt with it just before I cut him off. Yeah. I'm pretty confident he's the one who organised the plan, because the other three couldn't. And Verrick just kind of <laughs> just just kind of stops at that point and. Looks at it, you know, picks the picks the money and the gems up. Looks at them dumbfoundedly. Actually, bites into the coin to check it's actually gold and not candy. Or an illusion, yeah. And and sort of says almost to himself, rather you, but but you yourselves could have. But those are sacks from down the floor. But but still, they've gotten the money. <laughs> Well, they're literally sacks from the generic, the, the, the workplace. They've just kind of grabbed some generic sacks. They're not 
They don't stamp with all the world's <laughs> meat or anything, but he yeah. recognizes them because you know he works with them. Yeah, yeah. Just, but that that would mean that uh, I think you've been taken for a ride, lady. Sorry, they were committing crimes out here. But yeah. friends, so. the pay wasn't great, but we were helping. You maybe needed some people in the guard who are a bit more like you, who wanted to help people. She just slumps down slightly. I, I, I knew nothing of this. I would have stopped it if I'd known. I believe you, laddie. But, yeah, it still happened under your watch. <clears throat> it feels it's regrettably impossible to write this. No, he's he's right. I I kept a tighter eye on them instead of just pining away out here worrying about. Look, everything went wrong. The guilt is theirs, but the responsibility is mine. Look, I don't agree with you about the queen because I've met her and she's really nice. But the thing is, I agree with you about the city. It's pretty rotten, and there aren't a lot of people out there trying to do the right thing. It all went tits up on you this time, but I give you credit for trying, and for all those people that you did feed, Ed, Ed, you had some nasty pieces of work in the basement causing trouble, but it wasn't... We needed to stop all this, but I'm sorry about stopping what you were doing. I'm sure the Queen's a good job of overawing you, but don't be fooled by a pretty face. You know she murdered her husband. <laughs> What makes you think that? I hear things. Believe me, if I had any proof. Well, time will tell, but... If there's anything you can tell us about what's been happening, anything at all, now would probably be the best time to do it. Uh, and people get it. Yet another sense motive check. Oh my gosh! Well, no, one of us I transfer. Transfer. <laughs> What'd you roll? Nineteen. Seventeen. Twenty-three. Okay. There we go. I happen to roll high, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm training my my d twenty. <laughs> go go on to sixteen. On the other hand, he might still make his freaking bluff check. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, no. I think we yeah. wrong with that money. <laughs> so, for starters. Um, you believe what he's telling you in that he knew nothing about this. The impression that you're taking away off him is that he's been very conflicted about what he's doing here and actually very distracted as well. He he really hasn't been paying a level of attention he should have, even assuming they were running a legitimate ordinary charitable business, you know, and his men were engaged in just throwing a few, you know, embezzling a few coins as opposed to butchering people and throwing them to the left floors. Mm-hmm. He Shall feels, I put the fan on? Yes. Yeah, that'd be great. He feels real bad about it now. We can open more doors to if we need to. Yeah, but um, I, mean, I think what we need is to circulating. It blows the papers, I'll turn it down a notch. But... Susan is fanning herself. <laughs> Could instead have a fan. <laughs> Susan's got many fans. <laughs> it's all in the crown somewhere in the world. <laughs> Shout out to the Silver fans if you're there, if you <laughs> exist. 
So you believe him when he says that he doesn't know, he didn't know what was happening here. Um, he believes what he is saying when he says that the queen's a, the, the queen is on the wrong side and that she murdered her husband. Uh, it's not something he knows. It's something that he's either heard or been told and believes. Um, that doesn't make it true. It merely means that he believes it. Um, and the last part you pick up from this is th- there are a few kind of obvious holes in his story and things that he's leaving out and things that he's not telling you. Um, and he is not going to tell you. In fact, he is going to hold quite tightly to this. Um, whatever's driving his actions is something that's very important and dear to his heart. It's not just he, he's not doing this because he's being paid off or on a whim or something like that. Um, somebody, um, if somebody has pushed him into this, they've done a pretty good job of it, basically. And in the absence of any further information, that's kind of all you're going to get out of them. Does anybody want to ask him any more questions, or should we leave that there? I might want to talk to you privately later. Who told you to do this? Somebody suggests he desperately. You might as well take me to jail now. So um, I suggest we have a conference outside. Um, yeah. Like you know, we can. Um... He stares wistfully at the window. But... Yeah, yeah. With the door picked open to crack, so we can still see him. Yeah. Yeah. I trust him. He gave his word. <laughs> yes, he didn't give his word to not stare wistfully at the window. No, no, that's fair. Before before we head out the door, I'll I'll go up to him and I'll give him a rose and I'll say thank you for your efforts up until now. Even if even if not all of them are hundred percent pure, I really hope I'm doing the right thing. Okay, so um, just basically very quick conference. I think we want to question Pans and Corello and just check if Corello's got any more. If Corello knows anything, I really doubt Pans does. So um, one thought would be for to hand Barrack over and then bring it in separately so that we can have a little chat with Pans and Corello. And the other thing is um, I'm proposing that we give Varric back his dagger. I mean, we can't give it to him so much as give it in as the evidence and say it's his, but I don't want to take it as treasure. I want to give it back to him. Yeah, yeah. that sounds fair. I really mm. want to find out who he's working for. <laughs> yeah, and, but, um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to talk to him later if, if, if there is opportunity. I've got a little plan. Okay. So... Um, or oh. that, that being the case, the other thing we could do is bring him back to the forge and just um, yeah. let him mill around upstairs, and Lucy can keep an eye on him. And the rest, and we can go down to the stairs and still look and question Pans and Corella. <laughs> it's like I'm actually talented at that. <laughs> and then we can, um, then we can like all five of them off. Mm. That'll be interesting, one for each of us. <laughs> so does that sound like a plan? Right. Sure. Okay. At that point, we. It, Execute that plan, and then we can go to bed and not get up until you know several days <laughs> later. It's like two in the morning at this point. Yeah. Ugh. 
Less, you need to get a proper work ethic. <laughs> you want to last a week in the Dwarven Mines. Yeah, but the Dwarven Mines don't have to get spells the next day. I wouldn't stay, I wouldn't stay there a week, I'd be gone in a day. <laughs> but there's lots of shadows in those mines. <laughs> I didn't get this not working ethic by working very hard. Ugh, young people these days. Okay. Everyone's young. Down to the killing floor with Pans and Varela. Yeah. So, um, well, so what we want to do is head back to Garin's, head back to the Dwarf's Forge. Yeah. Um, let um Varric mill around on the top floor with Lucy keeping an eye on him, so she can try whatever private conspiratorial thing I, she's I doing. But she's not shelling us. On the way, he's just going to come with us. Or are we going to shackle him on the way back? I've only got two shackles. Yeah. And we already agreed that he wouldn't. So yeah. No. Um, and then, um, but we're not going to leave him with nobody watching yeah, exactly. him either. Yeah. Um, and then, um, what, well, and we'll take out. I'm very easily still. Yeah. I'm just waiting until people stop interrupting yeah. me. Um, and then we'll, um, take, um, Pans and Corello down to the basement and Silver will interrogate them to see if their stories differ in any way from Beldrago and Mulder. Yep. Yeah. And then when we want to take them, all five of them to the Sable Company, we have yeah. all five of them in one place. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, you speak to Parnes, he gives you a very similar story to what Baldrago and Mulder were, did. He's not quite as dim as them, Oh wow! but he's not exactly the brain of Britain either. Uh, um, so, so, so Varric didn't get all of the dim wits in the he, 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 he knows what the deal is, um, you know, or, or didn't like, like murdering the folk, but like... And chopping them up wasn't that pretty either, but you know, money, money, like, <laughs> you, you, you gotta get it where you can in this sort of economy, like, um, right. in terms of useful information for you, he has nothing that Valdrago and Mulder haven't already given you. Yeah. Um, Corello, on the other hand, explains the outfit, is a different story. Yeah. <laughs> Take me down. So, since you brought me somewhere private instead of back to the guards, I assume we're going to make some sort of deal. Oh, yeah, we're going to make a deal. I'm going to yell at you, and you're going to tell me everything. <laughs> okay, so make it intimidate you. Yeah, I'm doing good. 25. <laughs> Hopefully I'm doing good. It's, it's just whether or not so he's... He, he's he, willing, looks at you, he looks at you for a moment, and he says, who do you think you are, a Mandravius? <laughs> <laughs> I'm hardly going to break down on just your sheer presence alone. Alright, says Silver and pushes the door shut and then two minutes later opens it and, and Corella is going, and then we did this and then we did that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I slam him into the ground. <laughs> no, 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 you just... You just did the Batman thing of, you, let's you just, just have a little quiet, conversation. You just, just whispered just, quietly in his ear and then he spontaneously decided to <laughs> <to play. laughs> It's very Batman of you. Yeah, yeah that's cute. <laughs> it's better we don't show uh, the uh, viewing audience what you actually say, because yeah. otherwise we'd get a much higher rating. <laughs> I mean, Varric's a very smart man. The business was obviously a front for something, I thought to myself, why not make it a front for two things? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. We're going to 
to work out how we were going to get rich. We'd have brought him in on it eventually. Uh, he'd, have, he'd have seen the light one way or the other. And I thought to myself, we have a lot of hungry people here to feed. And hungry people are desperate people. And desperate people have enemies. People they owe money to. Money they might not be able to pay back. They might be able to scrape together smaller sums for someone else to solve their problem. It was clever, you see. Like like Varric, we were doing our bit for the community, helping the downtrodden get rid of their debtors. <laughs> I say. <laughs> get evidence if you can. Wow. It, it wasn't... I mean, people weren't... People didn't tell us they were signing up to have their debtors killed, merely beaten them. We made it very obvious. <laughs> I, I tell Caldrago and Mulder to make it clear that they that their debtors wouldn't be any trouble to them again. Please get him to sign something. Oh my shit. You didn't ditch what I said, right? They never had to worry again. <laughs> oh my god. These guys are terrible. Yeah, well, that's the evil coming out. If we'd left bodies in the street, then the guard would have found them. Well, <laughs> assuming there was nothing left. But this way was rather more clever. See, we, we fed the corpses to the reef floors. And, well, I mean... Yeah. I, mean I, I figured we could cover both ends at once because if we ever ran out of meat, we'd have a steady source, right? That's gross. I imagine that offends my moral sensibilities. I imagine as he says that, the shadow starts passing over your face. Oh god, as as far as you've followed, they never actually chopped people up and fed them to anyone. Yeah. Um, and most of the other three seem to think that would be, you know, a very bad idea. Torello doesn't really have any moral issues with it. Oh. Like, if that was, need- was what was needed to keep the business going, what the hell is meat? All the world's, yeah. all the world, all the world's meat after all. Like it says on the sign. I got the idea from my barber. <laughs> so, does he know anything about what? Because we asked the others what Varric was up to, but they didn't yeah. know much except she had he had a really hot girl around <laughs> with magnificent hoodies. Yeah. But does he actually have more description? Corella might have been paying a bit more attention to what was going on around him. Yeah. Does he have more of a description than hooters for this female, at least? Oh, yes, most definitely. And she'll put in a good word with the guard. Oh, you, you don't need to do that. Just go away from me. <laughs> Tell me everything you know, and you'll never have to see me again. <laughs> Typical. The other idiots never looked above their chest. <laughs> if they had, they'd have seen what was worth looking at with the neckline. The jewels. <laughs> oh, okay. At least he was looking a little bit higher. She was... She tried to play it down, but... Quality could never play it down. They always stick out like sore thumbs. She was some noble muckety muck, I would say. She could afford fancy things like that, like weird magical dagger. Then I imagine she was the source of funding. Do you know anything more about her, like names? Oh no, they all been well, it, you have to be quite bright to pick up on your employee's mm. schemes when he's deliberately not telling you. schemes when he's deliberately not telling you. <coughs> she never gave. She never gave a name. I assume Verrick knows who she was, but 
I don't think he was the real brains behind this outfit. I think she was. Mm. Unfortunately, Corello does not know who she was. He knows she deliberately never gave him a name, and he found that obviously suspicious. Yeah. But to identify her, he would have to... Like, he could pick her out from a lineup easily. Yeah. But he would have to know who she was. Yeah. Could he give a description more than she wore classy necklaces and stuff? Uh, yes, uh, he can give you a description of an attractive woman, um, late twenties, maybe you know twenty-eight or so. Mm. Um, in she was dressed in common garb, but in disguise in common garb. Yeah, um, was so still was wearing jewellery and had you know very pretty hair and that sort of thing. Oh yeah, that's yeah. a terrible disguise. His, yeah, his, but not everyone's got huge amounts to it like you have. <laughs> His suspicion is his suspicion is rich. Yeah. Um, he knows that um, she had the she she had this very distinctive dagger that no commoner should own originally that she then gave to Beric. Um, basically, when the business was being set up, um, and but he doesn't know who she is. So, but no description besides she's pretty, like uh, hair color or. Hide or skin color, anything. Enough to make a knowledge civilization check to see if we recognize her. Well, can we can we just get a description? One woman in a city of twenty thousand people. Yeah, but she is rich. rich. There are lots of rich women. Okay, uh, he gives you a description of um, white skin, which is mostly human white skin, which is probably Borisian or Talaxian. Oh, uh, Varusians can have white skin, can they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it depends how how pure-blooded they are versus okay. how pure-blooded not, and same on the Chalaxian line. Uh, if they're heavily Shawante, they have very dark Indian skin, mm. but, um, not, uh, so, yeah, short in height, very, very, uh, what's the word, not skinny, but lithe, mm. um, well fed, well fed would be what he'd look at. Um, fed but on a diet. <laughs> and he makes her blonde, okay. long blonde hair down to about here, kind of impractical looking. That's part of his assessment that she was nobility instead of common. Yeah. Okay. Mysterious blonde. Mysterious blonde lady. Uh, and at this point, you can give me um, either a streetwise or a knowledge uh, civilization check. Civilization. Knowledge of nobility or knowledge of personages of importance. Is that for all of us or just him? Ah. I yeah. can pass the Presumably, this is good to get passed along. Yeah. 23. Oh, natural one. Woohoo! Natural 20. And the same as you. <laughs> 23. If the 23 doesn't make it, we probably won't get, to get it anyway. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, younger, well, middle, middle-aged daughters or young ladies of noble houses and things, you know, you could think of 15, maybe 20 women this could fit, and that's assuming that she's naturally blonde and hadn't dyed her hair or put on a wig or anything like that. Right, before the dissertation. If I narrowed it down to Arconas, does it ring any kind of Arconary bell? Uh, the Arconas? Yeah, and yes. are there any young Arcona woman that this description could match? Uh, yes, there is. Uh, there is. Um, 
Because I personally am certain it was an Icona. Well, <laughs> we saw an Icona on the papers. Yeah. Yeah. And also this feeding the poor scheme matches up exactly with the kinds of things that they do. Yeah, the Iconas yeah. give money to the Plus poor. I don't have much understanding of what the other noble houses are up to, but we've seen an Icona intriguing yeah. against the Queen, and he was intriguing against the Queen enough that even Jack noticed. Noble politics isn't really Jack's bag, but this one this one has come in small enough pieces that I can justify it. Well, see, there's no, the thing. Darren um, couldn't figure that out. The books out of there. The only name I've got in front of me is Wario, who it, it, you would assume it wasn't him. Yeah, <laughs> unless that was a super good kid. Uh, yeah. Education. Well, the thing is, if he had a really good disguise that made him look like a badly disguised woman, you know. <laughs> certainly no one would see it coming. Yeah, one assumes it as, a, as a, in the head of his Gloria is the head, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah as and the head like of his, and, and like 40, 40 Yeah, 40 one assumes as the head of his house, he doesn't have to accomplish every single bit of intriguing all on his own. That would be very fatiguing for him. No, so you That's will know. Uh, Garen couldn't figure it out. He just can't think like a criminal. Laura <laughs> <laughs> shares your, con- your 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 conviction that it's an Arcona. Yeah. On the other hand, um, if it wasn't for me already liking the Queen, this would make me root wholeheartedly for the Arconas. You may have got us a bit bleeding with that one. Right, um, so the Arconas have Glorio as the patriarch, obviously, the head of the household. Um, and then there are several, um, several younger male and female cousins under him. Yeah. He has no direct siblings. Uh, there is a Melia, which I can spell for you if you desire. Yep. M-E-L-Y-I-A. M-E-L-Y-A. Malia Akona. Um. Vina, V E N N A, V E N N A, and Shada, S H A N D A, yes, Shanda, sorry, Shanda, cool. Um, all of them are supposed to be. Cousins from Rudra, Fantasy India. Um, And there are several more male ones as well, but those are the three who are young women of around the age we're looking for. None of them are blonde, but that doesn't strike you as a stunningly difficult feat to achieve. But they're not dark-skinned, even though they're from from Rudra? They're pale-skinned? Not massively, no. Yeah. Um... Uh, they're, They're... from Vudra, from House Arcona. Right, there. right, yeah, yeah. So they're Chalaxian-blooded people who, who live, live in Vudra, and much like might we well have been born there. Yeah, but much like we have Chalaxian-blooded people who live in Varesia, but they're still Chalaxians. Yeah, I mean, they probably have darker skin than your average untanned Corvosan, but yeah. not so much that it stood out for Gorello's purposes. Yeah. And now we've got three names for a divination spell. <laughs> divination won't do the trick, but... <laughs> If we, if we, at some point we gather the resources for commune, we could certainly ask: Was the blonde woman who gave the dagger to Varric? D D D D D E. Plus, you know, we can get an opportunity to take a look at them. Unfortunately, we can't recognise them, but we can at no. least 
We can find out more about those three in a suspicious manner. I would also like to get that dagger identified. Yeah, well, um, I'm actually rethinking that given that we now know it was probably originally belonged to the lady, I mean, I doubt, don't doubt Vera could like it back given I suspect he's got a cr- big crush on her. Uh, he's very no. unlikely to be able to keep it in any case. Yeah. Yeah. Hardly going to let him have it in prison. All right, they might point, let him keep it in his possessions. At that point, let's hang on to it and figure out something else to do with it. I think we should get it identified before we hand him in. Yeah. I have a sneaking suspicion I know what's happening with that dagger. Okay. Well, um, if you're prepared to wait a day, um, Jack can prepare identify. Well, we have to wait for the morning anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so... um. Do we want to hand these guys, do we want to just keep these guys in the shop overnight and get some rest and then bring them in in the morning, or do we want to hand them in and then go back to our homes and rest? Um, if we hand them, I'd rather we hand them in after we get that dagger checked out. Then I'm going to suggest that we rest, just camp for the night at the forge and... Yeah. Uh, or at least, you know, let's put it this way. Let's camp exactly eight hours at the forge. <laughs> Wow, well, not subtle at all. No, no, well, it's like you know, we could pay. Uh, you do be... actually have watches and clocks in this city. Yeah, wow. I know. It's just, just the very. There is very... a shop called Time Stop where they make watches and clocks. Yeah, but and if you guys want me to identify things, run by a gnome called Guppy Capabobble. Oh, thank goodness! <laughs> and his two daughters, awesome his two daughters, who are men and sick, I believe. Oh wow! wow. He wanted to wow. name them Tick and Talk, but his wife wouldn't let him. Uh, I was fully expecting to open the door and see a man named Downtime there. Uh, can I have the um, Secrets of Corvosa book? Oh. Ooh, Secrets. Uh, it's the general city. I know, I know, but it sounds secret. Yeah. Secrets of Corvosa. It only had its name in big letters on the spine, so it should probably take four minutes to spot You've had a day at work. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm merely looking up where a place is, so feel free to continue with your plan. It's not done. All right, so um, I just want to oh, have and a word with Varric. Yeah, Lu- Lucy has a word with Varric while um, Silver's yeah. interrogating. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm just going to um, look. Um, I just, I just, I whisper at this point. I, well, you're alone with him upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. I um. Karen will be at the I, door, but he won't be yeah, listening. I, yeah. I mean, you, you can be listening. I don't really care. No, no, he... <laughs> he, 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 he he's kind um, of moral He cold. respects people's privacy and he has no perception. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> perception was like five. Oh, well, if he wants someone to listen. Yeah. Otherwise I, she will yeah. just be... Negative one perception. Yeah. And... and it is in close enough earshot that if you yeah. need yeah. her help, that yeah. you hear thump. Ha ha! I got you now. But Jack, yeah. Jack, Jack's yeah. downstairs providing yeah. helpful sound effects for her. Silver's performance as she does. Well, hey, look. Um, it, it looks. It looks to echo your intentions with pure when you started this outfit. Yes. You were trying to feed the poor, and I see the merit in that. And I know the incompetence of the guards. And when it comes to, they don't really care for the Kukwosan people. Yes, yes, you understand. I do understand. And I only got involved with this refresh just to get my revenge on my father's killer. But I'd rather have someone else helping me, or I can help them. Someone like you, perhaps. But I need to know whether you are on your own or you work with somebody more powerful. 
Yes, you are still endeavouring to interrogate him just more subtly. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like it's probably bluff to me. Yeah, are you okay. are you telling him lies? Because it yeah. sounds like you yeah. might. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's bluff. Yeah. Because I I I'm having you down have to join him. I got got the bluff she, of the ones you said. That's 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 oh, that's one of her main I, I'm good at lying. Oh, good, good to know. It's because her husband used to try and oh, find out what she was doing. Of course you do. Yeah. Oh well. Depression. Oh my god. Um, no, that's not good. So that's that? 13 oh, total. So that's 13 total. He thinks about this. He looks like he really wants to believe you, and then he bites back on his tongue. If there was anyone else, then I couldn't betray those confidences. But if you should openly show yourself to be no friend of the Queen, I'm sure they'll be watching. I cannot openly show myself. I have to I have to hide. But I like to have friends in the higher place. Like like you do. I think you do. I think you have a powerful friend. Who is she? If I have an opportunity I could pass your name along. He says and sort of looks to the window. <laughs> yeah. I think he's he wants to escape. Yeah. Well, he's merely proposing. He's, he's not actually making any effort to climb out the window and run away or anything. Yeah, he's merely yeah. floating a deal to you. Look, you I, help me get out of here. I can help you there. as long as you give me a name or something because I cannot cross these people. So I think what um, Lucy's floating is a, um, yeah. you know, I'll contact you later style of thing. Yeah, I need a, I need a man. Like um, he a contact. If, yeah. if not, like if not, he betrays a confidence to her right now. Possibly, like she contacts him later, yeah. or she <laughs> she get, she gives him some way that he can contact his yeah, person, and he can pass her name along, something like it, that. It's quid, it's quid pro quo, but yeah. um. No, yeah. nobody's prepared. Nobody's going to be the one that makes the first move. Yeah, he's not yeah. going to give you a name, and you're presumably not going to let him go. So he's not going to be able to come back to you later with a name. Yeah. Um, I was hoping they were higher than yeah, no, he, yeah. is, he is not sucked in yeah. by your your deception. He yeah. wants the thing is he wants to believe it, but yeah. Um, it's interesting not. that a noble girl was a sob story <laughs> that isn't actually true is the thing that nearly gets him. Yeah. <laughs> that, suggests the, that suggests how the, and I still think she's an Arcona girl. Yeah, though. I think yeah. so. Yeah. All right, but, um, you know, perhaps close out the on the, you know, I'll try and talk to you later or something. Yeah. Looks it. I hope we can count on more people like you. The city's going to need them. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> On the mouse. Yeah. Alright, and that is where that goes. Um, but we need to ask any more questions to our, our slightly can... smarter than dumb friend here. No, but no. You, you got a signed affidavit though, so. Yeah, oh, I did, did I? Um, that's what, that's right, that's what I wanted to ask. Um, in terms of, um, Silver's intimidated the crap out of these slugs. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna hand them over to the guard. Yeah. Is it possible to, in some way, have something more official than uh, Silver yeah, yeah. says we're, they said? Whereupon they're going to pretty much tell the guard the same yeah. thing. Sweet. Um, 
like the the only flaw you have with that is you've intimidated confessions out of them, which isn't actually necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, you know. But I mean, obviously, we've done the guards' work for them in that regard. And but... there, there would be a particular difference between the guard would be much less inclined to listen to these if they show up with, say, all of their fingers and toes missing, and the guard's yeah. like, "Ah, you told them you did it." Yeah, that's totally what I told them. Yeah. No. Um, once having got this, they're fairly unlikely to recant on it. Sweet. Um, so we don't need to write so, it no, all effectively, down. effectively, when you turn them over to the guard and give the guard your statement, the guard are going to interrogate them separately and get more or less the same answers because having already told you, they can hardly turn around and say to the guard, "No, no, we didn't know nothing." Yeah. Well, actually, the guard will probably believe they know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, passes. Yep. We spend um, some port- at which point we have a quick, quick kip at the dwarf's watch. So as to um, be sharp for the morning. Yep. And Jack, um, on, in her after spending a solid eight hours keeping in the forge, which brings us to sort of probably yeah. the middle of the morning. Silver takes us spot the on the other side of the forge where no one can see. And um, <laughs> I will, um, I will cast dent. Um, you know, we'll go out and purchase a pearl. Yep. And I will cast identify and identify the silver dagger. Okay. Uh, can you roll me a knowledge of check? I thought I identified the show yet. Yeah, I, I thought so as well. Obviously, I misunderstood how the spell works. Uh, you don't have to roll me knowledge arcana check. I can just give you what I give you. No, that's okay. I roll the five. Okay. Um, you endeavor to identify this dagger. You can obviously tell that it is magical. Um, it, so it is gold-hilted with a snake thing on it. Um, it is made of silver, so it is a silver dagger. Um it is made of uh, what what we shall call well-forged silver instead of crap silver that lowers your damage against everything but werewolves. Yeah. <laughs> it's made of good silver, not not tin silver. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not a minus one. That it's not. A, it doesn't give you a minus one penalty. Correct. It's masterwork uh, silver. Uh, yeah, it's obviously masterwork. Um, it, because among other things, it resizes to fit your hands. Yeah. That sort of thing. It is obviously magical. But it does not identify. Oh, of course, sorry. Um, alright. Um, I apologise for giving you the knowledge, I can't check in advance of that no, information. No, no, that's okay. So, um, I was merely confused. So, um, does the, with that knowledge, I can't check, which is quite low, presumably I don't know as a character that that's probably because it's an artifact? Uh, you know it is not a standard magical item. Okay, but I don't. Because a standard magical item that is unremarkable in any way would give you some of its history and that sort of thing. Yeah. Therefore, it is something else. Yeah. So, um... Uh, what is your grand total on that? On the knowledge I can check? It is five. I rolled a one. So, you have heard there are things out there that can't be identified that are other far less common sorts of magic. Yeah. But that's about what you know of them. Yeah, they, um, it's not mine. And, um... I'm sorry... This isn't something that this spell can find out about. It must be um, really old or really strange or really powerful or something. I can tell you it's magical, but that's all I know. Yeah. I can try it? Yeah. Okay. No one's stopping you rolling. um, That still uses the pearl, right? Yes. I'm pretty confident I can look that up. That would be a five on my bark knowledge. <laughs> you have also heard of weird extra magical crap. Does anybody else have some bloody 
So knowledge. I think Lucy deliberately does it. I did an old failed skill roll. Yeah. I didn't learn anything at, at wizard school because I, I kind of dropped out. They kicked me out. <laughs> don't learn anything at wizard school except that I really don't like Raw Flam. <laughs> right. I learned how to turn my hair rainbow. <laughs> I learned the important stuff. Okay, so Jack possesses the information that Identify tells you. Uh, it determines the magical properties of an item, including how to activate those if appropriate, how many charges are left if appropriate. Uh, does not function when used on an artifact. So, thereby, you know it does not function when used on an artifact. Okay, what you know sweet. about artifacts is their extra weird magic yeah. crap. So I will be um, able to or tell it could you... be something else that isn't an artifact that also doesn't identify. Yeah, I, I'll tell you I think it's an artifact, but I don't know very much about artifacts. And yes, you, you must um, drink your magic pearls and actually cast Identify it, or yeah. get that Because that, that gives, that gives me the information. Yeah, because the, the null result actually gives you useful information. Yeah. Among other things, you would be able to guess then that you wouldn't be able to standardly price the item. Yeah. Uh, you could endeavour to wave it round and see what it does. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Which may well find out some things, because artifacts have lesser and greater properties. Yeah. So, um, you, you've got to use magic device, don't you? Yeah, I do. Do you want to have a go with it and see if you can find out anything? <laughs> Sorry, you want to give the, you want to give the artifacts to the wild sex. mage. Well, she's <laughs> as I don't in character know she's a wild mage. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Neither um, do you. Also, I know. she's, she's I know. just I know. using a magical device opposed yeah. to casting her own magic. So it's a little different. <laughs> Anyway, yes, I wouldn't know what it is. And that's not, this is not something I'd be cautious about. What if I know? I knew she was a wild mage. Someone's not taking ten steps back. He trusts you. Okay, that's the use of magic device. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I rolled well. Um, Twenty-three. Here we go. Okay, so you hold it in your hand. You know, it's it's sized to fit you. It feels like a dagger. You sort of whoosh, whoosh, wave it around in the air. You shout a bunch of magically words at it, endeavouring yeah. to see if it does anything. <laughs> Silver puts some accompanying music along with it. <laughs> Joins in with the dance. Abracadabra. 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 Roll me a d20. What? Just carry it, there's nothing. Okay. Luck roll. Luck roll, conflict. 15. Ooh. Can you roll me another d20? No oh, crap. <laughs> ah, 18. The oh, God, you're keep that dice. <laughs> keep that dice. Didn't roll well before. No, 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 you phrase it when it rolls well. <laughs> <laughs> Stroke it on the 20. Game is weird. Okay, so you're, you're off in another room playing around with this thing. You yeah. flick it left, you flick it right. You go, huh. Well, it's you, your guess is it's definitely... Uh, what they call imbued with magic, it's almost supernaturally light. So basically it, it gives you plus one to hit, plus one to damage, which is nothing terribly exciting. I had a question. Mm-hmm. Do I think either the Pantheon of the Many or one of the weapon stores would be able to someone there would be able to identify it? Uh, they might be able to tell you vague things about its crafting and style. Uh, Probably no more so than Garen, actually. Um, but in terms of actually identifying it, not so much. Um, if it's a magical artifact that can't be identified with identify, the next one up becomes really high level, like six and seven level spells. I don't think anyone at the Pantheon of the Mini could do that. 
Uh, I'm assuming it's not really a fairy spell, I'm just... We would need to look that up, I would, I would, in my looking device. What I call my player's handbook. I'm clearly going to have to bring those guards back in because their voice won't go away. For the fan favourites, you can't get rid of them. They're like Geeks and Wedge in Final Fantasy. How do you know they're fan favourites? Geeks and Wedge in Final Fantasy. Adam isn't part of our key listener demographic. I really am. He makes up a large percentage of our listeners. I'm at least 25% of the Kingmaker's listening crowd. Aren't I? I don't think so, Jared. So it sounds from what Jared's saying like there's a good few people listening to it. Seven Ooh. countries. Oh, wow. Seven countries yeah. listening Seven to it. Seven countries. Even only like them. one person in each country. Thank you, listener in Greece. I'm <laughs> New Zealand. <laughs> but you're my favourite. You're my favourite. You and Miriam are my favourite listeners. Excellent. Yeah, we I, should get special to call. I, I, I am gonna be. I am gonna be listening to them. I just haven't had the, the time yet. Sorry, you're and I'm sorry. I screwed up all those oh. great rolls. It's okay. It's fine. Try it again. <laughs> See, my theory, which is totally out of hand, because Garen doesn't have Garen doesn't any, any idea yeah. what he's doing, <laughs> what, what is that it's a magic dagger of charming. Uh-huh. What I will give you, actually, um, was he thinking about it? Is it's this is less something that the dagger is telling you, or even something that you necessarily pick up from the magical incantation you're using on it. So much as just Lucy later has the idea of, well, maybe if I was alone, it would do different things. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it didn't want to cast a giant eighty foot fireball in the room that <laughs> Jack was standing in. Yeah, uh, G- given that you've had experience yeah. with accidentally doing yeah. that kind of thing. It's this chaotic magic thing. Yeah. Besides, Jack would totally say, no, I'm not going to listen in on it and then totally sneak into the room. <laughs> well, the thing is, Jack would absolutely be there. <laughs> yep. And if I and made Jared clear that Jack was there, then Jared wouldn't have had to make all the rolls and then she wouldn't have missed out on the good ones. So. That's fine. It's no, fine. no, that's, that's no, good. It just means there's something to do for later on. Go the, for the, the next, the next one you're looking at is um, Miriam's Legend War. Which brings to mind legends about a mysterious doohickey, which works best if you have the mysterious doohickey at hand. One of my characters, which had, is fourth level bard, a sixth level wizard. One of my characters had that as a class feature because oh, she got was she was a uh, lawkeeper. Is it a spell? Legend lore is not just a spell. It's a spell bards are good at casting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's a spell. Yeah, if we if we got you a scroll, we could buy a cheaper scroll than we would otherwise have to. And yeah. you can cast it. I mean, uh, it would be a ton of money, probably more than we can afford at this stage. If but there it is, is any single person do. in the city capable of casting it, um, it is probably. Um, I don't know this off the top of my head. I have not got it set up. Do you know if um, knowledge is one of Horasma's domains? Uh, no, I. I, I, I think it probably is, but I... I, I, oh, yeah. I of course, she's got us a fate prophecy. Yeah. <laughs> um, if there's one person in the city capable of casting that, it would probably be Bishop Kapara de Bear, the High Priestess of Phrasma. But um, conceivably, if we could afford a scroll of legend lore... And so yeah, that, that would be about the only person in the city you can think of who would be capable of casting it of their own oh, volition. Oh, yeah. Because there's the seventh level knowledge domain spell. Yeah. 
Because I know that um, you have to meet certain requirements to counter the higher level scrolls. Yeah. But they are much cheaper than, like, to use magic device it, which is really brutal. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do magic device. No, but the thing is that, like, that, that came up a lot on the desert island um, because hardly if any of us can cast real magic. So would you yeah. just cast it? Yeah. If it's on your charisma? Uh, yeah. You've cast it. If it's on your spell list. If it's on your spell it. list and you have the charisma that you could theoretically cast it, if you knew those little spells, you could just do it off the scroll. Yes. Oh, okay. So if we if we wanted to do that and we could afford a fourth level scroll of legend lore, that is an option that's conceivably available to us. I can tell you how much it is if you desire if nah. it throws me a DMG. Nah. Nah, no, not worth it at this point, but no. it is worth telling the guard that so they can keep it under special watch. Well, do we want to give the guard the dagger? Do we want to just hang on to the dagger? Uh, player-wise, I'd say hang on. Uh, character-wise, I'm seeing it's evidence. <laughs> but it's evidence just as well for us. We can keep looking at it. Okay, let's do this character. Alright, so... Who's um, keep it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, we know it's this... It's weird magic thing, maybe a very powerful magic thing. I wanted to give it, it to the guard if it was Varric's dagger, but seeing it's his mysterious secret Arcona girlfriend's dagger, it seems like we should hang on to it and see if we can work out what it does. <laughs> does, does I mean, no, care what we're saying? No, no, this yeah, is we certainly assume not. Um, so, um, it's, you know, Lucy found out some stuff, I know I didn't figure out very much about it, but Lucy found out some stuff for, uh, Right. Later, she might be able to learn more, or we can, and if we come into some more money, we can try and get someone more powerful to work out what. Sorry, to work out what it does. Uh, us, I mean, and the thing is, the guards aren't going to have the budget for that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's just going to be put away and behind the slammer, yeah, isn't you'd, it? You guess the guards are definitely not going to start casting divination spells on random shit that might or might not be related. Let's just say that I keep a record of the pandemic and return it later. Once I know so all this. That, that does sound like stealing less. Uh, under your, um, un- I'm under what, it. Under I'm powering it, powering it. Under what you've agreed to as reservists, um, you are basically obliged to turn over any stuff that, um, has a known and obvious source that you can return it to, like the guard's equipment. Technically speaking, like, the money you've got there has probably been stolen from other sources, or, you know, been paid for illegal crimes and that sort of thing. But there's absolutely no way of working out backwards where it's come from. Um, at which point your reservist, con- your reservist contracting thing would basically say, it's pretty much the standard adventuring thing, you can haul off with anything that isn't, you know, directly, um, that doesn't directly belong to someone else. If it's, it's not a guard dagger. If it was a guard dagger, sure, we could give it back, but it's not a guard dagger. We don't know who owns it. <laughs> you can go door knocking it. I can't remember. And we want to find out. Because, you know, Sarah will be fine borrowing it. I'm just going to borrow it. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Sarah Ray doesn't have any rules about us. Lucy, that's an Okay, if we've gotten him down to grouchy, you are going to grouchy silence. I'm calling that again. Silver sitting in the background laughing. You you really could like take it up to Palisarco and wave it around. Hey, that actually already crossed my mind. Just hanging around with all three women, casually producing the dagger and seeing if anyone likes it. Does your foot fit this glass dagger? Not not as a plan. I'm necessarily going to vote for us immediately. Implementing more as a random idea. So Garan's going to say on the subject. 
Fine, we'll keep it. But we're reporting that we found it on him, and who probably gave it to him. I don't want some noble to come along saying we stole it. Of course, of course. Um, we won't We won't sell it for treasure or nothing. We're going to find out what happened, and then we'll turn it over. Well, we're here doing this, so I'll actually get anyone who has a craft profession weapons-y things to roll them. Ooh, little work. And Adam yeah. says he's not been rolling enough dimes. I know. Yeah! Oh, yes. 28. Oh, oh my god! You I'm a smith! <laughs> yes. I'm a smith. Oh my gosh, is that 12 to middle work? Yes. Oh, damn. How the hell did you get it up that high? I'm a dwarven merchant with masterwork tools. Oh my and I've maxed it out. Holy shit. Good stuff. Mind you, I got my This is why you've got a good ink. This is why you've managed to afford a moderate income, isn't it? Huh? Yes. So mind you, my intimidate's 10, so it's only two offers. Yeah, but well. you had to, you had to, likewise, you had to put trait bonuses. Yeah, I put two trait bonuses into that. So, um, You'll be able to pick up the um, the metal. The metal it's made of looks like silver. It doesn't seem to have that dull edge that you usually associate with silver. So it's been. It, you you look at it. You, you're pretty confident that it hasn't been forged or treated in some way that's made metal different. It started as something that's similar to silver, but isn't quite. It's not mithril, it is it? No, it's definitely not mithril. You'd be able to tag that. Uh, yeah. Your, your guess would, talk about mithril is like a death. Your guess yeah. would almost be it might be silver forged into mithril, but A, that's very, very complicated to do, and B, the, the thing doesn't look like it's been forged in multiple different metals mixed into one. It's just made. Well, besides the fact, like, you know, the gold hilt and, and um, gold filigree, and that is obviously different. Um, yeah, but that's only going to be veneer. So it's it's made of it's made of um, some weird space metal, basically. <laughs> space metal. Space metal. It's vibranium. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Man, we really shouldn't hand this thing over. Yeah, as far as awesome as far as you can tell, will will function like silver for the purposes of overcoming DR and that sort of crap. It's an intimidating um, dagger. But doesn't come with the usual penalties of negative damage for silver. Um, <laughs> And we gave the achievement three fists of silver. One, two, and it, a dagger. It may do other things, like it might it would probably occur to Garin that since it isn't real proper silver, it's possible it's made of, you know, magic morphing metal or something in that neighborhood. Like it might become cold iron or adamantine later or something in that neighborhood. Um The style of weapon, however, you can clearly make out. Um the usual Corvosan daggers are very much more like those shiv knife type things. This is slightly more of a curved blade, not enough to be a proper kukri, but enough to be quite exotic. The cobra head is definitely the sort of motif you don't find a lot of around Corvosa. All this work screams Vudrin to you, which again screams House Arcona. Yeah. Um, where the, the you you would guess almost certainly the blade has originally come from Vudra. And there's there's like one source of Commonly known trade with Vudra. So yeah, I uh, take a look at the dagger, turn it over, and give basically the antiques roadshow of daggers. Yeah. <laughs> well, made in you know the seventeenth yeah. century by Raja <laughs> such and such. Well, yes. you think it'd be Raja da da da, but the watermark is slightly different. <laughs> yeah. So that was a very educational gun. So here's our deal: we'll report to the guards that we found it, and then if any lady from House Kona comes and says it's her dagger. Then, and she's got some evidence of that, then we'll give it to her as soon as she tells us her full name and where she's from. 
that would be a good trait because then we'd know who then we'd know who our expatriate uh, is. Among other things, the craftsmanship and such on it suggests that it should be obviously identifiable to them. Hmm. Like it's not going to be one of a set of five hundred similar daggers. It should be the sort of thing that if you pull it out and wave it at them and say, "Hey, is this the, your dagger?" They could trivially identify. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to forget. You know. My one of a kind super decker. Whether or not they tell you that is a different story altogether. But, but it sounds it's reminding me more and more of the Queen's brooch. It's 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 a rare, unique item that that has significance to someone. Yeah, except of course that one was more about sentimental value and the shitload platinum it was made Yeah, yeah, but, yeah I, I acknowledge that that one didn't appear to have awesome magical powers that we were aware of, but it was nonetheless, it wasn't just your, it wasn't just another brooch in a treasure pile. So if we're not keeping it in the safe, we're going to need to, you know, disguise it if we take it out of the shop of forge. We could just keep it in somebody's bag. Yeah. I, I mean, sticking it in the sheave makes it pretty unremarkable. Except for the hilt, yeah. <laughs> but it's a dagger with a nice hilt at that point. Yeah. Well, if we're not, if we're not, if nobody's going to use it, we could just leave it in the safe. No, I think it's good. Um, give it, give it to to Miss Unreal. She seems to be attached to it, and I, I, she mentioned she was going to have a look at it later on today. I have no problem with that. Okay, why don't you hang on to it for the yeah, moment sure. then, and let us know if you find anything about it. second dagger. <laughs> An actually good dagger. The second dagger. What is this? Uh, so, you can... Magic dagger. Yeah, Arcona, Arcona, Arcona dagger, possibly. Ooh, Arcona second dagger. dagger. Rudra yeah. dagger. Yeah. I'd go with so, Rudra something dagger. Something that makes it identifiable to the next, yeah. from the next magic dagger you pick up. Yeah. Um... And, well, and yes. if you're writing it down, I'm going to slide it off the Is, is your current dagger just a common cheap? Yep. Yeah, it's a common cheap. So, same stats as that, but a, a plus one bonus to hit and a plus so, one bonus to damage. So it's just 1d4, not 1d4 minus. Correct. That's a whopping 1d4 to you. <laughs> yeah, but the attack bonus is a plus one. one. Uh, so it's plus Here's two. Yeah. A common magical dagger. Yeah. If you're not no, in fact, currently in a political no, 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 intrigue, one attack bonus and negative strength oh, gives yeah, you a negative oh, zero to yeah. hit normally. Oh my that gosh, you're so terrible at flipping daggers. <laughs> and yet she ripped the guards apart. <laughs> yeah. So you've got a, a net plus zero with your normal one, a net plus one with your good one. And theoretically, you can do yeah, well, it. Yeah, well, this is why you don't have uh, a straight one. You may want to list it's, it's both a, a plus one magic dagger and silver. Just don't throw it. Good kind of silver, not the singing kind. Oh, shush. Be nice. And you could have had the silver dagger, silver. Silver. Technically, oh, now we can teach Lucy two weapon fighting. Can you just oh, yeah. so once to miss, miss horribly all the time? Yeah. Dagger, which does need save, given that you're going to want us to report to the guards, it does save us another trip back to the guards to fill out this additional paperwork. Should we take a cover of, should we take a cover of prisoners yeah, down to the Sable Company? Because, you know, Garen's basement doesn't need to be a permanent <laughs> home of criminals we are found. Well. I'm thinking of renting space to the prison. Because we're probably going to want to spend some time down there giving statements and stuff. Yeah, so you have been ordered to report to Commander Marcus Edrin yep. of the Sable Guard. Um, the Much of the Guard keeps itself at Castle Corvosa. Uh, the Commander himself keeps himself at the Edrin Military Academy in Old Corvosa, named for his family, who have been here for since the founding of Corvosa, basically. Uh, and the reason you are reporting to him is because this is effectively an internal guard matter. 
Cressidia both shouldn't and doesn't want to touch it. Yeah, that's fair. That's why you're doing it as independent agents, and you're reporting to him so that there's no accusations of bias if Verrick escapes or commits suicide in his cell or any number of one of a thousand things. Yeah. Okay, so yes, we want to go see Commander Edrin. Okay. So We're Just us and our posse of criminals. <laughs> I... I will be wearing my armor. about the guys who captured or the party? Yeah, the guys who captured. Can I ask what will happen to There are very many criminals. There are criminals in the party. Uh, there are very many criminals. Uh, so this came up the what last, the last time. Um, he's he's guilty of desertion no matter which way you slice yeah. it. Uh, um, it's only a question of his mitigating circumstances and yeah. what his, effectively what his excuse is. Right. And honestly, it doesn't look that good. Um... There's no evidence of anything remotely resembling high treason, so he's not going to be executed or anything of the sort. He's quite certainly going to jail for this. Yeah. It's only a question of how long he's going to jail for, but okay. his excuse is not a very good one. Like, it's not like he was going home to take care of his dying grandmother mm. or something in that neighborhood. Yeah. He, regardless of intent, intent or whether it was morally the right thing to do, he made the deliberate choice to blow off his duty to yeah, go and do what in the time of need. Yeah. He yeah. want me to give the um, well. That's also the thing. You know, if the riots had never happened, yeah. then he might yeah. get you know he he might get demoted and a couple of you know he might get demoted and reduced in pay. Mm-hmm. But because they needed him and he wasn't there, it's the kind of behaviour they want to stop. That's right. why uh, uh, some, some 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 things carry a higher penalty in peacetime wartime yeah. versus peacetime, and this this and is wartime. As the people who are um, investigating this of sorts, you actually have some say in this, in you can say, you know, he cooperated and came along quietly, we should give him leniency, versus, you know, he stabbed us, bit us several times, and swore he was going to kill the Queen at the first chance he yeah. got. Uh, the story that Garen's going to go with is mostly truthful. Um, he's going to say, he's not going to mention that um, we were fired upon by him. He's going to say that... Um, he did threaten to call the guard, and considering we were breaking in in the middle of the night, that's only fair. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, and emphasize that we're pretty confident he wasn't any, didn't have anything oh, to do with the murder for hire business. Yeah. That's the part I mainly want to, but we're Basically. confident he's only guilty of desertion. Yeah. Exactly. And desertion to help people. But it's desertion all the same. I mean, I'm still a dwarf. Yeah. I take duty very seriously. I think we we can all um, add our own little bits to yep. to um, Yaren's testimony, and our general direction is in mitigation of Varric as far as that's possible, and yeah. so, hanging the other But the other four are going straight under the bus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you are heading up to Old Corvosa. Uh, uh, Old yes. Corvosa is one of the... Is this Island up here on the top. Yeah. It is one of the, it, well, it's pretty the poorest district in, um, Corvosa. Uh, it's where the, it's where the Chalish originally landed and then started making forays onto the land itself before eventually deciding actually, you know, the island tip was pretty good. Uh, there is still the old remnants of old Fort Corvosa. That's this big thick wall you can see around here. When it was first founded, it was a military outpost as opposed to a city. Um, Palace Arcona is just up here. It's a lovely view of the waterfront. It is by far and away the richest area of Old Corvosa. No shock there. Um, there is a city hall in there that's now used as basically the secondary thing. Um, uh, the new one being down in Northport by Garen. 
Uh, and then there is the Indrid Military Academy, also behind the fortress walls. Mm-hmm. Wow, so, we're right, walking straight into enemy territory here. Yeah. <laughs> so, the the pump. Yeah, uh, the, the, with the heads on. Yeah, uh, he's down. The the, he's down the other end over here. Okay. But yes, it's on the same island as ex- exemplary excrucibles. Yeah. yeah. It's Although the name. pimp is a nice short name from which seems appropriate. <laughs> I'm just like, well, I was like, I can't even yeah. think of this family name that's been burnt out of my head. Oh, well, I mean, his family name yeah. is yeah. Lamb, which would yeah. be pretty easy to remember. And the very foully named Tavern, the Sticky Mermaid. I'm going to stay out of that place till I'm 100. <laughs> when you're 100 I'm not even going there. there when I'm 100. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to stay away from that. <laughs> Famously shuts down every few months when someone dies in a two aggro bar fight. <laughs> oh, no. Wow, At least place. they shut down after the aggro fight. I'm just remembering that scene from The Simpsons where they go over to Australia. I want to fight them's fighting words. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, so Good Simpsons is pretty great. <laughs> in fact, I will start with um, the newspaper. We can totally buy it on the way. Yes. Yeah. yes. Uh, so today's edition of the Three-Headed Chimera has so many things in the headline that I couldn't even fit a picture in. <laughs> uh, the headline, Who's Watching Your Street? <laughs> um, us. Reads, Guards will be light on the ground as the Hell Knights returned to Citadel Raid today with the expiration of their current contract. Field Marshal Croft estimates depletion of around one-third of the Corvosan Guard and Sable Company Marines, a combination of the dead, the missing, and deserters. Queen Iliosa reports that reservists and mercenaries will take up temporary slack, despite the increased costs. Uh, Gloria Arcona is concerned for the safety of the city. It's a tragedy to see that certain individuals prepared to put their own needs ahead of the good of the city. Old Corvosa is particularly undermanned. House Arcona will be sponsoring some of our own guardsmen to help keep the streets safe. We welcome anyone with the martial skills interested in some coin to come and join us. I don't De- trust them. Debate continues as to who should be the new Seneschal, with Lady Octavia Mandravius heading the list. Uh, the five great houses, who may not put forward their own members for nomination, expect the consideration process to take some time yet. So the five noble houses all vote on who gets to be the Seneschal. But none of them are able to do it, so Gloria Arcona, unless he uh, institutes very radical change, can never be the Seneschal. He could totally install a puppet, which has probably been done several times. But um, uh, Then we have the lion, the goat, and the snake have things to say about this. The lion says, During these difficult times, it's our job to faithfully believe in our leader's wisdom. Iliosa is managing the chaos well, and I'm certain will step down if such a thing is deemed best for Corvosa. Man, the lion brings the yeah, no, optimism like no one else. Huh? No, no, I, I heard the backhand in that. Yeah. The goat says, with the rioting under control, it's just the usual politics. Cranard MacArth on Centaur Street is, take, is taking bets on how long Iliosa can remain on the throne. There's a list of odds <laughs> on page oh seven. Uh, the snake says, dirty payoffs and dirty politics. A cat's cradle of favours offered and owed. Powers currently checking each other. This will take a long time to untangle. Uh, different story. Free meat cut out. A raid on all the world's meat last night. 
We'll see the free meat provided to the common folk of Corvosa stopped, as see page three for further details, because I've obviously wrote it in advance. Yeah. Just guessed at. Uh, different story. King Eadred will not return. Attempts to return King Eadred from the dead have been officially abandoned by Bishop Capara de Bear of the Church of Brasma. Unfortunately, his soul has passed through the Lady's judgment, and we accept her wisdom, said the bishop. People must understand that while we seem to have the power to resurrect the dead, such things are in the hands of the gods alone. Resurrection was not attempted on former seneschal Neolandis Kaelpopolis, as his body was torn apart by bombs. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I replied to the, that email saying, shit, that's uh, brutal. <laughs> last story, Otug problem gets dirtier. Uh, Otugs continue to emerge from the sewers, taking advantage of the reduced guard presence. It's never been this bad before, claimed 400-year-old elven resident Alia Winstead. It's like somebody's deliberately opening those damn grates. Head of sanitation, Freda Toll, says the guards will bring the situation under control in time, reminding the city that without these Otugs to support our sewer network, the envy of Varesia, Corvosa would be swiftly drowning in disease and other smellier things. What? Yeah, but instead they bring the diseases to the surface and dipping them to me. <laughs> yeah. So Your sacrifice has been That's noted. what's in the paper. Cool. Um, as you head into old Corvosa, you will indeed see there is truth in this. Um, there is There are a couple of guards around some of the bridges to Old Corvosa. There's like 40 cheap wooden bridges across, easily. And they just keep building more as they need them. Um, certainly no one bars your passage in any way. But you will see several gleaming people in what looks like some bright, new, shiny uniforms walking around with the House Arcona uh, emblems on them. They they sort of look like the Corvosan guard at a glance until you get a slightly closer look at them. And it's it's slightly different colours, different emblem, that sort of thing. And there appear to be a lot of people a, a lot of people armed in this area who are heading for Palace Arcona. Um general cell swords, that sort of thing. Uh, you would actually would actually probably spot a couple of Corvosan guard members in there with cloaks over their over their uniform, oh, wow. that sort of thing. Quite possibly, probably. Can I just say, the only good thing about Octavia Mandrovius' Seneschal is if she does that, she can't be queen. <laughs> it's a that. really bad idea. You but... think yeah, that, that's true, unless the current queen had an accident. Yeah. You know, and someone yeah. needed to yeah. step in in this time of emergency. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure, sure she would hand back her power once the emergency time was over, though. As just like does. Julius Caesar. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone in history, whenever there's been a war, hands back the emergency powers as soon as possible. I was just reading my historical fiction render under Caesar book. It makes the point that um, Augustus, when he founded the Empire, described himself as restoring the Republic. Uh, so I'm sure that made um, Meredith people. The Indrid Military Academy. Um, these are very Spartan, whitewashed buildings, well-made but very basic. Um, the area is fenced in a bit more as a boundary marker than any sort of serious obstacle. Um, but presuming you head straight up to the guard, for the, for the front door, you will be stopped by a stable company marine who will ask you who the hell you are and what your business is. You show them the paperwork, and he will pull out a little whistle, blow a signal on it a couple of times, and several more stable company marines will come in and relieve you of your prisoners, so you don't have to worry about them anymore. Uh, 
Again, to sign the rent. <laughs> for the moment, they will take you. Off. They will take them off into the academy itself, where they tell you they have basically some small temporary holding cells. Later, they'll be transferred on to wherever. Um, and you are directed through to Marcus Edrin. And he is not important enough to have a picture or a miniature. <laughs> so he ranks lower than Brave Billy. Well, Sabrina Merrin isn't important enough to have a... <laughs> she's got a picture. She's not important enough to have a mini, apparently. Wow. The Queen's bodyguard. Oh. The, 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 the supposedly... The one, that re- the one that really hated the Arconan guy? Yeah. And they kept shutting him out? Yeah, yeah. the one that's had a, ha- had a duel with the other best swordsman in the city and, and allegedly beaten him. You remember her. Yeah, the yeah, cockblocker. Yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in any case, you are taken... Johnny Fraser. <laughs> That's the phrase Susan used. <laughs> yeah, it's Entirely what, correct. It's what guys say. <laughs> Other guys. Yeah. That'd be wise. <laughs> um, so you are taken through into his office fairly efficiently within a couple of minutes of arriving. Um, and Spartan redefines itself when you come into here. The walls are completely whitewashed, no pictures of any kind here. Um, There are multiple filing cabinets up on the walls, also whitewashed to be the same colour as the walls. All have meticulous little labels on them. Um, The man man himself is dressed in Sable Company uniform. The only thing that makes him stand out is he's got more epaulets on his shoulder Mm -hmm. than anyone else. And Marcus Edron himself is a sort of serious-looking mid-40s human man with buzz-cut hair, completely clean-shaven face, bordering on being quite, you know, nondescript. And the only thing he has on his desk is a single fi- is a single file marked Varric Van Kaskiken <laughs> and has it flipped open with papers out and it's literally the paperwork on what you're doing. Yeah. Um... Very minimalist. Yeah. Which makes all the more notable the only thing that is in this room that stands out in any way. Um, there are a couple of hooks on the wall, and there is a very fine-looking light crossbow on there, um, very well made. Just It's obviously his weapon. It's designed to be just grabbed off the wall at a moment's notice. Uh, it is actually lo- it is actually loaded as well, <laughs> because he is that organized for it. Um, but then what's vaguely beside that, on the wall, there is a glass cabinet like this that has two very fine quality locks, one on either end. Um, the only thing in it is a crossbow bolt, which also looks remarkably well made, but not filigreed or anything at all. It's just black, almost obsidian black. Um and inscribed in gold lettering on a plaque just just behind it, inside of the glass, reads, Corvosa will not suffer tyrants. <laughs> that sounds historical. Do I have any idea what it's in reference to? Very possibly. My knowledge history. I mean, not that my knowledge history is... That's not uh, civilization. Yes, yeah. bardic knowledge would also be as well. Ooh, oh. Nice. I got it What's better, civilization or biotic knowledge? Uh, they will both actually give you different information. You can roll them both. Well, I just I just did a civilization then, and that was 13 on my civilization. Yep. So that's your biotic knowledge. I bought... 
Not, not very, very much. Not, not very, very much. much. Uh, I got 20. Okay. Uh, teen. Right. So, Jack and Silver don't know anything about it, per se, but the setup in the glass case and the locks kind of obviously say, this is important, yet with a simultaneous break glass in case of emergency type thing. Break glass in case of tyrant. It doesn't literally say break glass in case of tyrant, but that's clearly what it's about. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I look at it and decide it has a fascinating story, and I'll have to try and track down the book that it's about, but unfortunately there are lots of books and only limited amounts of time. Uh, what does... I spend most of my time in bars drinking the alcohol, not talking apparently. <laughs> Yeah, we've seen you gather information. I can believe that. <laughs> Thanks. So Look, terrible. you you would know about that bolt, but the history teacher had the skirt on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On the other hand, you've done like eighteen really amazing intimidation. Yeah, I know, but just all I can do. But the thing is, like, my peak skill is stealth, and I've only actually made a couple of stealth checks. <laughs> okay, so the the sable company. Um, is doesn't answer directly to the ruler. They are compelled to swear loyalty to her. Uh, Marcus Edrin hasn't done this yet, which is not a particularly big surprise with all the chaos and that that's going on, among other things. Iliosa has yet to be confirmed as the actual ruler of the city. She's merely doing it because somebody she's, has to. And she's the one in the hot seat, and no one's yeah. been able to kick her out yet. Um, however, despite swearing loyalty to the ruler, they don't answer directly to her. Um, they answer to the currently non-existent Seneschal. And the reason for this is they are literally the city's army against the ruler. One of their functions is to remove a ruler who is who is not serving the interests of the city so by violence if necessary. That's a bad thing. So I see. Iliosa, I see. Iliosa herself has a handful, has obviously a bodyguard and a handful of guards at the palace who work for her, what she doesn't have is an army, and Corvosa explicitly doesn't give her an army, what she, the closest thing she's got is the Sable Guard, who are the army against her. Sorry, I interrupted you. Uh, uh, it's just the way you described it, I imagine there's the Sword of Damocles. Yeah. <laughs> just sitting um, there above this role, ready to drop it above his notice. So so the whole thing with, with um, Octavia Mandrovius being the next in line for the Seneschal. She'll have them be... and the Hell Knights. Yes. Yeah, and the Hell yeah. Knights. She's going to have all of the army, so you don't yeah. want her in the Seneschal or in if, this part of the queen. If push comes to shove, the guy whose job it is, uh, well, the guy whose job it most is to kill the queen is this man, Marcus Indrum. Mm. Um Moreover, Garen, you are familiar with some of the history of this. Um, this bolt is supposed to be, it's, it's by no stretch of imagination a mighty artifact or anything, but it is supposed to be a powerful crossbow bolt that brings death to, to whoever it hits. Essentially a bolt of slaying type thing. So it's one of those, it hits you, make a fortitude save, or just die right. immediately. Finger of death. You're familiar with that. Yes, I am. <laughs> cool. How do you think of funny all that? Um, <laughs> I figure it's death to once. Not, anyway. not this bolt in particular, because it's destroyed upon being used, but this has been done before. The commander of the Sable Guard, about 150-odd years ago, killed one of the rulers because they were um, engaged in a lot of dodgy business, basically. Um, Even more dodgy than having, you know, 
the cult of Asmodeus in their city. Well, I think the question that we have to ask ourselves is why doesn't America have a single company? <laughs> <laughs> well, wow, for sure. Uh, the the theory was that what the Waller was was planning on doing was starting the second Shawante War and going out and massacring all the Shawante and the Sinterlands, which didn't honestly draw that much. Of, it was was merely an indication of a problem. It was when they went and from there we'll go hit the rest of Varizia, despite the fact that we're undermanned for it. <laughs> that the commander of the Sable Company stepped in, yeah, and then Captain Vimes. Stepped up to the plate. Yeah. yeah. So this this weapon is this bolt is obviously here and on display for several reasons. It's a reminder to Indran of what his duty is. Is it every day? And it's also a, a not very subtle reminder to the ruler. If they ever come here to interact with him, they're sitting there with this is for killing you in the face, sitting behind. You. Yeah. Just a reminder, you don't have any power. It's obviously locked up in that to prevent him just kind of arbitrarily getting it down or someone nicking off with it or whatever. But Just um, remember, we're here to kill you. But yeah, the, the message is not subtle at all. Corvoso will not suffer tyrants. Uh-huh. Yeah. What was the line? Sempus Tyrannus? Six Semper Tyrannus, I think. Yeah. I, I don't know what the translation would be. Death to tyrants. No, sorry, in that neighborhood. But, um, the the basic theory is that um, one of the among other things, one of the reasons that Iliosa feels under pressure and alone is because there are explicitly people in the city whose job is to kill her if Legally. she's not doing the right stuff. Yeah. Legally, in fact, and it stands out because that is the only thing in um, in Andrew's office that isn't obviously directly related to what he is immediately doing right and now. The, the, the bolt, it's black the on a white background. Yeah, I was about to say, it's a black bolt on a white background. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so it is It is not a ridiculous god-level artifact or anything of the sort here, but you're probably talking several thousand gold worth of magic in one single crossbow bolt. So you'd, you'd better hope you don't roll a one. But that one's been used, so... No, 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 no. A, a previous one has been used ah, and destroyed yeah. in the process. Yeah. This is obviously a new one. That it, yeah. Like that bolt, that bolt's been probably been sitting up there for 150 odd years, but it's not like it's going off. Just in case. Yeah. That's why you have someone cast True Strike before you shoot it. Yeah. yeah. yeah you want to be damn sure before you <laughs> fire your one shot bolt of slaying. I'm fairly really certain they're called bolts of slaying. Yeah. Anyway, that's a. Um... That's a pretty expensive crossbow. The guy's probably good with the crossbow. Yeah, yeah I mean, but you don't so. want to roll a one. Yeah, I That's mean, the you, problem. you know, the, the thing is, the Indran family um, have been historically associated with the Sable Guard over and over and over again. They're one of the five great houses who gets to vote on who the Seneschal is, so Marcus Indran himself is a man of significant power. But they have almost no money. Their, their reputation and their power solely comes from their military connections. Hmm. So you guess that he knows what he's doing, but there's also that possibility that he has no fucking idea and he's just in here for his name. Oh, I'll find out. And he looks up at you and looks looks up at you, gives a crisp salute, and nods round to all of you. Uh, Florence Florence Salen, Garen Silversmith, blah 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 blah. Goes round, knows who everyone is, has yeah. read the files. Um, gets up, you know, salutes, then gets up and shakes everyone's hands, has five chairs sitting in the office, <laughs> organized for its I don't, I don't think this guy's here because of the family name. Um, yeah. yeah. He's pretty efficient. Sits yeah, down, 
takes out his quill, takes out some blank notepaper and says, So, the Van Kaskikin situation. My men have told me you bought him and you bought him and some of his men in. What can you tell me? He begins to scratch and write down. Blah! 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 Power. So this is what was going on. Uh, he wasn't in on it. Yeah. We, um, we found we found these criminal activities happening. This is the stuff we did to, to thwart them. Slightly, yeah. slightly underselling Garen. Slightly underselling um, Varric's degree of shooting at us yep. and pointing out that attacking us was also kind of understandable because we were breaking into his butchery shop in the dead of night. Yep. No, no, I, I didn't mention him attacking us at all. I yep. glanced on there. I just said that he threatened to call the guards. He checks, like, the gold that you've got from the yep. illicit diggings, you know, counts it, writes down precisely the amount down to the copper piece. We show him the dagger, uh, yep. tell him he's an artifact. He looks it over, etc. So he makes no real effort to take these things off you. He merely notes that you have them and they're worth yay and blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And now uh, there's a record. Are you um, mentioning any information about his secret icon, what we think about his secret icon of Petra? We don't have a proof. We don't have proof. Um, yeah, I mean, you can present yeah. him with the proof you've got, which is a piece of paper that says Archon on it. Yeah, yeah we, it's not worth Which he will, he will take and write down. Yeah, I think we, 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 we'll tell him that a secret paper, that the secret papers were burned and that the word Icona was yeah. on them. For we'll, Archon, we'll, yeah. Archon was on them. Yeah. Well, we won't mention who burned them. No, and the, um, I think also that, um, uh, the, what the, what they told us about there being a woman there. Yep. And that the theory that she was a noble. Yep. And he, you literally can see him writing down unknown woman description, blah, 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 suspect nobility, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and at which point the rampant speculation of which Arcona girl we think she was will leave off. Yeah. Uh, you can literally see him writing down his own rampant speculation. He sort of looks at the dagger, Vudra in connection, dash, que- Arcona, question mark. Yeah. <laughs> He's basically a cop, so... Yeah, he's got gumshoe. And we'll also tell him that if we find out anything more about the dagger, we'll we'll keep investigating the dagger, and if we find out anything more, we'll come back to him with that information. Um, We'll also emphasize that he, um, that um, Varric came, came, like, came quietly. Came quietly. Yeah, so so basically we're, we're... Endeavouring to make certain Barrett gets possible. as light a sentence as we can, and the other four guys get the book thrown out. Not a good person. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, should we also mention that, that they're evil as well? That uh, we, we tested no, them there? No, no, there's no way to prove yeah, that. And, yeah. it's, and it's ultimately meaningless. Yeah. Like, if they if they are people who can somehow get away with being good while murdering lots of children, they're still going to jail anyway. Yeah. Plus, you know, I'll ping just about every politician in the castle. Yeah, also, be, being, yeah. Ele- being evil is very explicitly not illegal, because... Like, you'd bet your boots that Octavia Mandrabius <laughs> would show up like a firecracker, <laughs> assuming she wasn't wearing some sort of undetectable alignment to Flippy. I've always kind of assumed, given that both evil and good are detectable, that evil people just view that as something somewhat differently, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What you're doing is using Detect Mandrabius. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you using Because it doesn't work on him. I've got magical over me. What have you got this lead sheet? <laughs> yeah. So he, he notes all this down. He says, I understand. Regrettable that more evidence could not be obtained, but at least the culprits have been brought to justice. So, you were the man and woman on the ground. I understand you have no proof to support this, but what's your feeling behind Varric's movement? A wholeheartedly felt desire to do good? Or more than just personal politics coming into play? 
I honestly feel like he believed he was doing some good for the city, but I also believe that he was manipulated. I think it was all the girl. I think it was all the girl's idea. I don't think he came up with this plan. I think she told him what to do and gave him the money. Otherwise, mysterious girl. <laughs> but um, he didn't want to say that to us because he's trying to protect her. I I think he's in love with her, but I'm just guessing. Dash love question mark. <laughs> what is this thing you call love? <laughs> I will investigate it later. Yeah. She writes it down. Do, do you guys want to say anything about this? Yeah, he will pass around if anyone has yeah. any other personal views to share on this matter. No, I'm not going to say anything. <clears throat> he sounded like he was a, a good man. He wanted, he wanted to do right for his country. For a city, yeah. It'd be a shame that um, that his efforts didn't go somewhere. I'd like to see that something is done for the poor people. If, if it's possible. Now that he's un- and now that he's no longer doing it. I'm afraid in the short term all the world's meat will quite certainly be shut down. Yeah. <clears throat> Flora has a very different opinion. Oh, okay. She thinks he's the scum of the universe. Oh, okay. Well, well do you want to say it in character? So, yeah. I don't <laughs> think he is as nice as innocent Paris did as he makes out. <clears throat> I agree with Jack that this probably wasn't his plan, but he did not tell us everything. He kept things from us about how much he knew about the murdering business. And he was the one who burned the papers. Destruction of evidence. <laughs> I rushed up and I poured water on them to show himself to burn them badly when we were not able to save them. Regretful, but very understandable in a combat situation. There's only so much that can be done at any given point. Thank you, I will note your opinions with interest. Do you have anything particular you want to share, Lucy? No, probably not. I'll just be quiet. Yeah, I'd like to trust any authority, so I'm not going to say anything. Well, this appears to be as relatively clear-cut as it's going to get. Desertion is a given, although it doesn't seem there is any point endeavouring to tie the... It doesn't seem there is... There's Excuse me. It seems there's little point endeavouring to tie the murders to them. However, at least we can close the book on several of the several of the guards' open cases. Field Marshal Croft will be thrilled to learn that one of her own was behind it, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Well, based on this level of evidence, I would guess I would say that Van Kasken will get at least a year in jail. I would be surprised if it were two, however. At the end of that time, we should see whether he has any interest in rejoining the guard at a lower rank, or whether he would prefer to take his feet outside of our fair city. In any case, you have served Corvosa excellently and within the bounds of your contract. I have here your payment as agreed, Merit Van Karsikin, alive. Please sign here. <laughs> Reaches in. For the, reach them. Pulls out a small bag that goes tink, that, you know, like, 
you could count it. You quite, you probably almost certainly wouldn't count it in front of him. But you're guessing you probably don't need to. No, no. it probably contains a thousand of the most well weighted precise <laughs> coins in Corvosa. Yeah. yeah, most minted. Um, minted. One yeah. of the things did we want to tell him about uh, the Kevin magic crossbow bolts? No, no we were no. taking those with us. Yeah, I mean they'll. They would have been itemized when we... Yeah, uh, I mean, if we're showing them all the trade, we'd have showed him very yeah, many yeah. crossbow bolts, but... Uh, so, he gives you your, I believe, a thousand gold. Uh, we tip them. A thousand gold for bringing Beric in alive, yes? Yay! Got them all alive. A thousand gold in coin. Uh, and... Then... Since you, thank you for your time. We'll be in touch. We'll be in touch if... The, if the Sable Company or the Corvosan Guard it, will be in touch if any enforcement services within the city need extra help in the months to come. Thank you. So, yeah. uh, uh, Jack will at this point return, will at this point solution. Sends you out. Yeah. Uh, so, will Varric get visitor rights? Yeah, well, certainly. He's okay. not going to, you know, the, the blackest hole on earth or anything. Okay. So, yeah. he, he's just going to read Oh, I'll ask what will happen to the others. Um, ooh, good point. Multiple counts of murder. murder. Good question, actually. That's almost as bad as arson. It's first degree murder, so that's probably Yeah, arson's tried as mass murder or attempted mass murder. <laughs> well, no. Yeah, I remember. It's the, pretty much the worst crime in the city. He looks, looks at you. Murder for, murder for hire will not be tolerated in Corvosa, particularly from some of our own guardsmen in training. They'll hang as quickly and efficiently as possible. Good. Yeah, Laura so. was very happy with this. Yeah. <laughs> just nods in a satisfied manner. In fact, actually, given Corvosa, they probably shoot them by firing squad with crossbows. Ah, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, everyone else does hanging, so let's say firing <laughs> squad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's just a line of just a car ready. Yeah. Okay. And... He will send you on your way, and the guys will take any of the stuff that you are returning to the guard. Yeah. So that's all the guard, guard, stuff, the yeah. guard, or everything that's got a cool voice and guards insignia on it, including the guard, official guard healing potion. They divest themselves over to you. You have solved all the world's meat. Yay! Yay! People can actually understand what I'm saying. Like, kind of, I'm going off halfway between sentences and disappearing into mush. You're doing yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Don't worry, our brains are mush, so it kind of meets in the middle. Alright. mushes together. I would say that for that, um, we have, you know, the rest of the day, we, we go back into buy treasure and then have the rest of the day off, because it's pretty late at that point. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Yeah. Well, it was sort of, um... It's pretty early now. <laughs> well, you know, it was like probably 10 or 11 o'clock by the time we got done sleeping, and then we screwed around with magic items and then took the boys out. Hmm. Anyway, sorry. It feels um, late. It feels late. No, 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 no. I didn't? No? Okay, that's right. So, um, I just wanted to divide treasure. Yay! Yeah. Um, now, do, do we need to officially go off and sell our gems, or can we just say we do that at this point? Uh, what I wanted to do originally was basically show off bits of the city by Which virtue of you cool. having you trolling around. But no, for the largest part, when you go shopping, you just go shopping. Yeah. So wait. I imagine for the first jewels and stuff we can go to the nearest temple of Avadar and have an exchange yeah, yeah very much so the, yeah. the bank will openly take gems and you know it will take you know 
half an hour to change it all over as the guy pulls out his scales and his jeweler's glass measures it, yep, I deem this worth blah, you know. I can imagine him taking the bars and going, ooh, that's easy. Um, Why don't more people so... carry solid bars of gold that are worth 100 GP each? Yeah, yes, he can, so he can literally take the coin off you and put it in your account. Uh, so what Silver would like to do is he'd like to keep in touch with him. Obviously he's going to give it a week before he goes yep. and visits him. But he wants to keep in touch with him with um, finding out his his thoughts yep. on the whole... Um... Yep, we can, we can do a scene with that later if you want to go and oh, see Oh, okay, him. yeah, sure. Because basically you'll, you'll get told by Commander Edrin that um, it, he should pretty much be processed with, within a week. In mm-hmm. this case, justice should be remarkably swift because... Verrick would be stupid not to plead guilty, having been caught and confessed to it anyway. Yeah. Um, At which point, and particularly given that he's a guard, they'll process it through the system very rapidly. Uh, Crocidia Croft asked you not to spread stories of this around if you could help it. Yeah. Uh, Edrin doesn't ask anything of the sort of you. Yeah. (laughs) It's different companies. Yeah. Yeah. Because effectively her problem was she doesn't want people knowing the guards are defecting and going off and doing this, that, and the other thing. It's like the state guard and the FBI. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yes, they all work, they all kind of work off the same sources of funding, so and they, they all, all get each along, other. sort of. Okay, so, um, treasure division folks, <laughs> I'm not worrying about the magic crossbow bolts because every single other thing is easy to buy, so I've just left the magic crossbow bolts on the list for the future. Because mm-hmm. um, it may not be worth finding out what they are. To, to sell them, they may not be valuable enough for that to be worth one. Can make the debit of body acknowledge them if you so choose. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. Yes. Oh, shit. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's what you need to do. You need to roll on the table. Yeah. Um, so I add my bard level, don't I? Uh, you, it's bard acknowledge is a d20 plus your bard level, not your yeah. fight, not including your fight level, and your intelligence modifier. Oh, plus my intelligence. Okay, plus... so that's... Fifteen. And Dang. if you have, do you have five ranks in knowledge civilization? I don't have five ranks. I've got four ranks, but I have a total of five. No, no you might get that extra rank. Yeah, yeah, but I couldn't. It's for a synergy bonus. Next I yeah. uh, The one thing you can do, uh, I did this with my bard, was um, put in bardic knowledge as a skill at the bottom of the list. There's a oh, blank okay. space there. Yeah, that's a good idea. Like, it's not a skill you can put ranks in, but it's useful so you actually know. But, what and you can role. actually put it up each bard level yeah. and things. So, so it's plus two from here. So you've uh-huh. got yeah. So intelligence bonus plus bar level. Yeah. Okay. So my intelligence is plus one, and my bar level is plus one, so it's two. Fifteen. So fifteen on the what are the magic crossbow bolts? Okay. Uh, this is silver. Looks them over. These don't appear to be particularly remarkable in any way. They're not of Vudran make. They're just plain old Corvosan things. They don't appear to have anything remarkable about them. No insignias, no um, runes, anything like that. Your guess is that they're simply infused with magic. They're just basic plus one crossbow bolts. Cool. So does anybody want them for their crossbow? I don't have one. How, how much? They, how much? Are they, how much are they worth? Uh, same, same. Crossbow bolts. Okay. Bolts are bolts. How much are they worth? Uh, I could tell you if someone gave me a DMG. Oh, DMG. No, we need this monster manual. Well, you did go and see Commander Edrin, who's totally a mimic imitating a man. <laughs> That's why he's so generic. <laughs> That's pretty impressive for a chest. I think he's puck. 
<laughs> you think everyone's right, well, and you're usually wrong. Right. She's always right. Well, A. Jared and B. Um, he's really ordered and precise, and he has the neat hair. He's totally the guy. He's totally the guy from Gargoyles. That makes yeah. him Owen. Oh. Owen, um, he's Owen. So they're worth forty. They're worth forty gold apiece. Oh, nice. Okay. And they Gargoyles. they destroy themselves on impact, so that's yeah. why they're cheap. All right. So. So that's plus one attack and damage, isn't it? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, the, the major benefit of them is that they are a magical weapon. Does anybody does anybody desire them? Well, I might, depending on how much money we get for the rest of the stuff. Okay, it's going to be three hundred and six. Okay, so let's do this one at a time. Yep. Um, you all get three hundred and sixty-two gold. Woohoo! Money. Three hundred and sixty-two. Yep. yep. The money. 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 And I spent um, a hundred GP from the party on that, that identify spell. Why not? Yeah, that's that's what the party funds is there for. So yeah, more aggressive. Yeah, trying to get a nice clean bit of eraser. Get yeah, use a clean eraser. <laughs> well, I'll do it the easy way. So three hundred and sixty-two. What are you looking there? Wait. Oh, right. Okay. Okay, so um, the crossbow bolts are 640 GP, so divide, and we sell and get them for half price. So, so that is 320 GP for all of them. Or 20 a piece for as many of them as you want. Yeah. How many are there again? 16. No, I want the money more. Okay. Is, any, is anybody else interested in them? The, the crossbow. Crossbow. You don't have a crossbow. I have a crossbow, but you do. I, I, why is yes. it not on here? Uh, it's in I, never, I never have to use it. Yeah, <laughs> but nonetheless, you should put it on this list so that when you do use it, you don't have yeah, to spend much time. It's not as if you're going to be coming up with a bunch of other weapons. Alright, so um, in that case, I will sell those for cash as well. So. You don't, you're not interested in it then? Okay. She's got a magic dagger now. Yeah. And we know what a fierce melee fighter which, she is. Which gives you all 53 additional gold pieces. Yeah. Oh, okay. What is it Nice. This will be my first campaign where I have money. <laughs> Like my last campaign, I, I started off with this amazing magic sword and it put me in debt for life. You also you spent now? a shitload of money on other things. At the time it looked like we were going to get some money, you spent some more. I'm going to bring a feather fall and boot the spider climb because I like 3D fighting. Well, you started <laughs> off this time with, you know, rich, didn't you take yeah. rich parents? Yeah, and then you didn't spend any actual of her money. Well, no, I still got the money. It doesn't go waste. No, no. You should try doing a Desert Island campaign. You start off with no money, and when you find treasure, it's absolutely useless. Yeah. So useless. Except for you. Her character had a bonus to her stats because she was a treasure hunter. Money is shiny. And I hear it was Yeah. Wasn't an upsetty biscuit. Oh, it was hot. 
Yeah, wouldn't be surprised. Apparently, this has been the hottest summer New Zealand's ever had. Yep. Average yeah. of eighteen point something across the country. Yeah, really? ever yeah. ever had. I was told this today. I think. One of the mm. hottest town, I can't remember what it was called, at 38 degrees. Oh, damn. Damn. Why? Damn. Why? 38 degrees is obnoxious. Yep. Yeah. Imagine if they had that and all humidity. Oh, you, this isn't in New Zealand. No, this is what New Zealand. Yeah, they're really? doing like um, central Otago or something. They get pretty crazy high. Um, <laughs> 38 Celsius to... Um, okay, so that's 100 degrees Fahrenheit for all you Americans out there listening. Um, that's insane. That's insane. Human beings shouldn't exist in that kind of temperature. For the rest of the world, we thank you for using the metric system. Yeah, the one that actually that. makes sense. Yeah. Hey, my car gets 15 hogs head to the rand, and that's the way I like stuff down there. <laughs> The metric system is the tool of the devil. <laughs> and cameras steal your soul. You've stolen my soul. Yeah. It's going to be a sad day when Simpsons finally dies, but it's going to happen, I think, in the next decade. In, in the it, next decade? It's, it's a slow death. I think the, the, I think the only question will be when the lead actors die, mm. whether they replace them with uh, voice alikes and keep going. This is a conversation, isn't it? Well, they've already, the voice actress for, uh, Edna Krabappel died. They didn't Jane replace Jane. her. Yeah, um, yeah, they've had several that they've removed, but none of the major, you know, four. None of the, none of the family. None of the family, yeah. Um, However, I believe Fox has already cancelled it. Oh. Okay. They gave it two seasons, two or three seasons a few years ago. Huh. Yeah, that. I mean, Disney might movie. retract it once they have the right, yeah. but... Oh, this is tired, Prince, you should tie. Aww. Hot and tired. Uh, doesn't really know what's going on. <laughs> you need to do the rest of us. My current theory... Is it's not Thor's fault? I'm blaming Loki. Loki's still no near, and he's screwing with the weather. Okay, well, I have no idea what we were even talking about. So. It's hot. Ah, yeah, we're and just talking you. about how hot it is. Yeah, and that it's the hottest it's it's the Did you want to look at my skills? Okay. We were just mentioning about how this was the hottest year that that New Zealand's had for summer. It's certainly been the most cyclone heavy year that New Zealand has had for some. Yeah. So why are we all looking at your skills? Um Susan wanted to look at them. Ah, okay. So yeah, you go and you sell a bunch of crap. Yep. I mean it's relatively straightforward because we sell some crossbow bolts and apart from that we just divide money into piles and hand it out to people. Yeah. And then you are pretty much released on your own recognizance. Yes. I'm gonna go and take all the money I have to the bank. And then I'm going to go to my store, and if there's still time, I'm going to open it. Yeah. For, like, that yep. time. And I pretty much assume at this point that um, people more or less go back to their lives. Yeah. Basically, Corvosa is open to you. If there is anything in particular that you want to do, um, sing out. Otherwise, the GM will just advance time until the next um, quality thing happens. I am going to do some investigation on money. Oh, <laughs> I want games. to talk. I want to talk to my familiar. 
Don't worry, Magento will help you find your way in this strange new Corvosan world. So, what do you do? You have any idea what that what that Varric is up to? I think he is a very foolish man who has had his head spun around the wrong way by some very rude people. Mm. Obviously, it is very obvious to my psychological methods of thinking (laughs) that he wishes to be more than just a watch sergeant in the guard as he is, but he has allowed himself to be manipulated by more powerful forces. It is pitiful in a way the people who just puff up over the smallest compliment. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a bit. I think he's a bit lost. Um, I'm not certain we helped him find his way, but at least we stopped him being an accessory to murder anymore. So that's a plus. As a mighty pseudo dragon, I have no need of such compliments, right? You're the prettiest pseudo dragon in the world. That's right. Oh wow! <laughs> wow. And I think the cleverest. So what are you going to? What are he, he says? So what are we? Cuts himself off. So what are you going to do now? Are you going to continue to work in the reserves? Well, I think maybe for a while. The others seem to be doing it, and it might help us track down Lamb. He's a bad man, and I I want to find him. Um, he's the one. He's the one we're we're looking for. And um, people should not be allowed to hurt small, helpless children. Well, I'm not exactly helpless, but maybe I was a little bit more helpless when I was younger. It's, um, anyway, some, I sort of, I clean up at the academy and try and study things. Actually, I have a sort of, um, I have a master up there, and, um, well, he sort of maybe mentioned that sometimes people got familiars when they've done enough wizarding magic. Ah, you are speaking of the mystical familiar bond. Between a wizard and its magical beast. Yes, several other shooter dragons I'm aware of have been put in such positions. I know all about it. <laughs> Is that something you ever thought about, Tom? Well, obviously for someone like myself, I would need a powerful and mighty wizard. Oh. But I'm oh. worried that... <laughs> But Headmaster Torgamor or Nelios already has pudgy knuckles, and besides, he might sit on me. <laughs> that would not be good for me. He's, he's, pretty, he's pretty gross. I don't think you want him. And in any case, there's no challenge in associating with a wizard who is already powerful. No, a smart young Shudoraean like myself would seek out a wizard who is going to be someone of prominence. A wizard who is going to be someone of power later on in their career. Getting on on the ground floor, as it were. That's what a smart shooter dragon could do. Right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I am going to be a powerful wizard one day, but I can certainly try. On the eye, on the other hand, have psychological knowledge. <laughs> and I'm thus certain that you will be someone of importance within the city. Well, Already you are essentially the queen's bodyguard. <laughs> well. Well. Is is that something you'd be interested in, maybe? Hmm, let me consider this. Obviously, I, I have a family out there waiting for me. What what parent would not want me? He flexes his tiny, runty wings. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, oh, well, if you want to go back to your family, you know, 
that's a, I, I can you know I can help with that. I, obviously, I will visit them and tell them of, of this eventually. But, um, <laughs> in the meantime, you are a you are a good person, Jack, and I think you have the city's best interests at heart. Somebody needs to keep an eye out for the pseudo dragons of this city, and that means somebody who knows where their interests lie. And he sort of climbs up on your chest and taps your heart a couple of times on the floor. I believe I would be amenable to a bargain of this nature. Really? He gives us a little quick <laughs> nod of money. If that's okay with you, it would be so great. Okay, let's go see my master. Maybe not tonight, because I think we could use an extra rest because we didn't get a lot of sleep last night. But let's go see him tomorrow night and ask if he can help us out. His name's Master Timon Dimwasil. He's a gnome like me, but much, much cleverer, because he's already an academic a professor. But he doesn't mind teaching me a bit on the side. Okay. We're up in the academy. Yeah. Um... Because like we were also on a chance to actually see young Dinwhistle again, because we yeah. only had the one scene. Classes, classes finishing up. Um, you approach Master Din after the fact, and he looks over at you. Ah, Jack, there you are. What can I do? What can I do for you? Is that a pseudo dragon hiding in your back? Come on out, Virginia. Hello. Are you a mighty wizard? I suppose, from a certain point of view. Although the variable dynamics of power can be so flexible based on the different <laughs> oh fluctuations. You sound like a mighty wizard. <laughs> I am Majenko, greatest of the pseudo dragons. Tomorrow looks him over. You appear to be actually a runt pseudo dragon instead. Oh. How dare you! It's merely a scientific classification. <laughs> it means that you lack some of the capacities other pseudo dragons have. I have better capacities than other pseudo dragons have. I have psychological capacities. <laughs> I'm not quite certain that word means what you think. <laughs> of course it does. After all, I have psychological knowledge of it. Yes. <laughs> what can I do for you in Majenko instead? Uh, I was wondering, you said um, one day I I might be able to summon a familiar? Ah, of course. Traditionally, you can call one through etheric energy, summon a natural creature to you, then bind it and make it something more. Although in this case, you appear to have already found found something suitable. Majenko is whom you have in mind? I was wondering, he said he'd be okay with it, but I was wondering if, if, if you could help us. I, do, I don't know yes. how the ritual is C- Certainly. A bond based on friendship always gets further than taking some toad and imbuing it with some portion of your intelligence. I've never quite understood people who go in for that sort of thing, let alone summoning something up from hell and giving it a part of your soul. <laughs> Oh, Still, I suppose there is a reason that Tanith is a professor and I'm a mere master. <laughs> shame. So much shame. Yeah, like, he's a member of a noble family and had, you know, heaps and heaps of money to donate to the school. I would never say such a thing. Never. <laughs> Think it, maybe. Um, I'm saying it, Yeah. <laughs> And this is why you're his favourite. 
no one likes my family. <laughs> if you're going to make evil backstory NPCs, you can't expect I them to be universal. I don't want anyone to like these guys. <laughs> you didn't, I, I don't think you, Jared, admirably met your um, background description of High Priestess Vonius. She seems exactly like the kind of woman who'll be High Priestess Vonius. <laughs> yes, certainly. Uh, we'll need some magical ink. We'll need some magical inks, that sort of thing. You can obtain most of it from the academy. You can obtain, well, in fact, I'll obtain most of it for you from the academy stores if you like. No, that's okay. I've I've come into a little bit of money. Oh. Uh, as in, he'll buy it for you with your money because you're a sweeper uh, uh, and you're yes, a student. Yeah. And uh, yes, sure yes, yes, yes absolutely. <laughs> um, and he says, if if you meet me, if you meet me in the weekend at my home at such and such address, the ritual will take the better part of the day. Okay, thank you. At his home. Um, Sitting in what is basically a... You would definitely call it a laboratory. He's got bizarre drawings and things all over the wall of strange atoms and things of that nature. (laughs) Please tell me he has the magical version of the Pandagraph machine. Yeah, of course. The (laughs) pointless two sticks with lightning (laughs) icing between them. I I see he's got a stuffed crocodile then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, While our project is pretty much required that there'd be a stuffed crocodile in there. Um, And he works through with you drawing... A circle drawing in the elements of earth, fire, air, and water, drawing in all the outer planes around them, drawing Galorian Corvosa in this house as the center of this ritual, and then sits Majenko in the dead center of it all. Now, this is the bit that I'm always puzzled how, um, uh, um, talk about fatty, was it? This is the bit that I'm always puzzled how. How Master Torgamore pulled this off. You'll have to do a bit of running. <laughs> think of and think of Majenko as being at the center of your universe, at least temporarily. As you encircle him, you will be imbuing part of yourself into him. You will be becoming something more than what he is. And that's saying something, because I am already great. Usually the familiar doesn't talk at this stage of the ritual. <laughs> so what is it not common for pseudo dragons to talk? No, as in they usually, what you do normally do is take a normal animal like a toad and yeah. make it a magical animal. So, of yeah. course, the toad doesn't talk when you start the ritual. Yeah, the toad only talks after you've you finished. Start with talking animal but you've got a talking animal already, so it's, ha ha, I am up for the job. Meta, 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 meta. So, I'm going to do, I'm going to run around in a circle yep. thinking about, thinking about Majinko. And pouring your art magical into the circle. And you can, obviously, as this starts, you can see Majenko sitting in the circle, bringing himself and pretending to pay attention. Um, and and that's what you see. You can smell him. You can hear him as he flutters and flaps. All your usual senses are going off as normal. But the more you do this, as you walk slowly around and around the circle, the more you feel closer and closer to him. You are beginning to see through his, you're beginning to see almost through his eyes, you are outside the circle, but now you are also inside it as well. You're in one place, and yet in another, Majenko is encircling you, pouring a part of his energy into you, as you circle him, pouring part of your energy into him. The two of you become closer, and closer, and closer. And you find yourself awakening realize, you know, you know where he is, you know what he is feeling, you know what he is doing. He's hungry. (laughs) (laughs) 
and you have formed a familial bond with Majenko. Yay! We'll give you his stats between weeks. Yeah, yeah. Did Lucy have to do this? No, she thought she wouldn't have. Yeah, well, you don't have yeah. a familiar, do you? Well, I do. Cloth the Raven, yeah. Yeah, I've got a familiar. But yeah. then, as, as all Benny Sorcerer... Yeah, you're one's much more self-taught, so yeah. you had a raven that came down to, to and sort of just generically landed yeah. at your window. You know, you fed him, you bonded with him, and as you did so, you sort of noticed that as this went on, he was more intelligent than your average raven and yeah. could actually talk to you and all this sort of thing. And it's it's not like you consciously reached out and went, I want to do a magical bond yeah. with this raven. It's that Lucy, desperate, desperate and alone, reached out for whatever friend she could find, yeah. and your powers latched on to the raven. Yeah. And thus you have cloth. I can see. I, I thought I had two thoughts of oh, something while this was going on. First, I can imagine a dragon doing a, a similar ritual to create the first sorcerer. Oh, like the gosh. human would yeah. be his familiar. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's actually that's, quite that's nice. That's got a certain past to it. And secondly, whenever Majenko said psychological, all I could think of was Maxwell Smart. Oh, it was kind of that voice. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, that's it was what's starting what's... to go Maxwell Smart yeah. with the voice. Majenko has an awesome voice and has the most wonderful familiar record. <laughs> that's still kind of vibe I got as well. Psychological. So we're now 10 past 10. Um, yeah. We can do the scene with Beric and close out on that. Yeah, sure. How long that's going to be? We can just close out here. Did anybody else want to do anything? Uh, my one's a quick five-second thing. Yep. Well, that's uh, two days after uh, we go see uh, Sable Gart. Yep. Uh, Brunts comes in for a job. Brunts. <laughs> no. Brunts copyrighted. Hey, I offered him a job at the gates. It's yeah. been seven days. He's yeah. coming for a job. No, I, I oh, don't. No, let's believe campaign. Oh, let's <laughs> copyrighted concert. <laughs> I wanted to play the pecker, but I did next time maybe. Cool. Yeah. Well, why don't we um aim for leaving it here? Um, what I will do is advance time, and then we'll go back. And retroactive. And retroactive in anything anyone wanted yeah. to be getting up to. Um, so such as Dagger playing and Varric visiting. Uh, four weeks go by. Yep. And we begin four weeks business. Uh, at which point everybody needs to pay their upkeep costs. <laughs> or oh, get, oh, get money sent to the graveyard. I get money. <laughs> What's upkeep cost? More gold. Uh, your lifestyle. Oh. It's written on your character sheet. Okay, so it's a common lifestyle. Hang on, here, pass pass me the sheet and I'll show you what So basically, a month goes by in which you're not called in for anything compellingly interesting. Okay. Um, So, see how it says 40 over 25? Yeah. You spend 25 gold a month and make 40. Oh, so, so forty okay. minus twenty five is the amount of were, money you made. This you were getting okay. paid as a res- you were getting paid as a reservist to be on okay. call. Um, Assuming you've added your reservist money to that. Yeah, I would she think has, so. I have. Money. She'd have to be a hell of a lot better at whatever she does for a living. At yeah. 40. So in fact, your money goes up by yeah. the difference. Yes, that's what I said. Because you, you work, yeah, you work at the alchemist shop. You make some coin. Yeah. Okay. Let me know 
money. I'm actually getting kind of a big pile of um, money, but I haven't figured out what to do with it yet. I did. I think we all come up here. No, no, I, I know exactly where I'm spending it on, but I'm not buying it till sixth level. <laughs> uh. Well, you may want to come up with something else to do in the meantime. <laughs> Do I follow the money that you're saving up automatically, or do I need to make notes that I pay it? No, that's not the It's basically a month goes by in which you just do your mundane jobs and live your normal lifestyle, yeah. at which point you spend or gain some more money, depending on what sort of lifestyle you are living. Like, uh, is, 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 is Friction my creator better at, at this whole streetwise thing than me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think if you want to be good at streetwise, Susan, you just need to wait till third level and put, put some damn skill points in. And I've one got, point into civilization. I've got streetwise. You just never go anywhere with me or ask me. <laughs> no, 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 my problem is if I, if I ask you to help me out with this investigation, I have to tell you who I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why am I so intensely interested in, in, yeah. in Octavia Vendrovia? Yeah, it makes sense. It's only been like a couple of months since you left home, isn't it? Um, no, it's no. been a, year, a couple of years, I think. No, it's been much shorter than that. It's, yeah. been a, it's been a month or so. Yeah. No, well, well we just had a four-week uh, time scale. Well, no, so. specifically, um, it's been at least since Lucy parted from her husband, because mm. you met her while she was... Sorry, what are we trying to work out? Um, how long has Silver been away from his, yeah. his mother? Uh, one year, six weeks. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Can you spend... No, my apologies. Uh, that was a year before. One year, one month. One year, two months, two weeks. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It's a given that the first six months it was just blind drunk. Uh, so, I will just... For the first week I was homeless. Short form this, so basically, you know, four weeks go by of mundane life. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Um, you will get word from... You, you will basically receive a notification from Field Marshal Croft again um, that she would like to call you in for another job. Uh, but you don't get it through the Corvosan Guard. You get it through... Um, just some street runner urchins, basically. Um, and the place she asks to meet you is not her office again, but at the Clash of Steel in Carlo Orsini's school. Ooh. So something possibly slightly more off the books. <laughs> <laughs> the last run. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, and the other one I'll do, because I'll forget, probably forget this in the intervening. Uh, over those four weeks, um, some of the Shawante in the streets... Um, begin forming up their own little movement. Um, oh. Silver and Nakota will easily become aware of this because you'll actually get called to come to a couple of meetings. And that oh, kind even of thing. Silver? Um, well, you're endeavouring to pass yourself off as a friend to the show, aren't you? Yeah, of course. Um, so basically, there's some groups coming up that want to, you know, mm. band the, the, the Shawante and the city together for their own protection of our own. You go along to this to listen yeah. to the meeting because it sounds like a good idea. Mm. But it's it's kind of actually violent rhetoric. They're kind oh. of the more Malcolm X-y guys. Okay. You know, we should preemptively, um, you know, prepare to be assaulted. Oh, sure. We should, band together, we should band together with weapons and stab anyone who looks like we're You know, other people have gangs. Why can't the Shawante have gangs too? Yeah. We oh. must make everything equal. Oh, no. Because, of course, the Shawante are not blameless, innocent individuals in no. all this. No, but, but Silver thinks they are. Yes. <laughs> yes. Silver's a little thus, bit stupid. Thus, sil- <laughs> thus, thus Silver gets a small education. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's probably just that one guy. 
Well, that's what Silver will think, until there's more than one guy. Yeah, yeah, so be. We will leave that be there, and then um, come back next week to poke magic daggers and play with the guy in jail. Yeah. Perhaps we can call out something else. (laughs) Kindly visit a Have a friendly communication with Derek Bancast again. Prepare for mildly interesting conversation. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun.